welcome to Peppermint Deceits of Ramjack the Poisoner. Hello, friends. Hello. Happy holidays. We're in it. Uh, guys, Alex cannot be here this week, but who can? It's Tammy and Dan. Hey. How's it going, friends? Good. Good. Just getting ready for the holidays. I mean, this is the high, high holiday season right now. It's the coldest uh, day so far we've had, which yeah. is still not that cold. But still, coldest day. Uh, yeah, I, I I straight up put on my, my corduroy jacket today. It was <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have long sleeves on. <laughs> I did earlier, but, you know, yeah. still Florida. It's not <laughs> Yeah, cold. and then it got hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, most of the day I've got them rolled up. It's... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, the thought that you could roll them down, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's the dream. It's the dream. Guys, as we're recording this, Thanksgiving is is quickly approaching. Um, so much cooking to do. I, I was yeah. thinking maybe I would do the boiled custard before we recorded tonight, but that did not happen. So I got to do that later. Uh, lot, I did the cranberry bourbon to do. sauce. I did that already. So that's done. Nice. There you go. <laughs> I am I'm behind, but I'm going to catch up. Everything is going to be fine. The lasagna will be here. Ooh. Nice. Nice. When it's there. But I will say this. Supply chain issues has even hit the mushrooms what? at Whole Foods. I've got you. Don't, oh. you know, don't fret too much. I may end up back there tomorrow just to see if we've got some more. But uh, yeah, you know, w- one of the things that we like to do, especially for our vegetarian friend Tammy, for our Friendsgiving uh, celebration is, you know, to to get some fancy ass fucking mushrooms from Whole Foods. Yeah. And um, they're fancy. delicious. Yeah, they, they just so didn't good. have as much of a selection as they usually usually do it's fine i got stuff i got two blocks of halloumi cheese this time just to make up for it if need be (laughs) just cheese yourself to death um and die by cheese and be happy (laughs) yeah but but yeah the mushroom situation at the whole foods in winter park not looking good friends so just letting you know Wow. I mean, that's mainly the reason we're not going to be talking about the Pete Buttigieg documentary, because I'm very upset with him because of the supply chain issues, which is clearly his fault. I mean, otherwise, yeah, of course we would be talking about it this week. Of course we would. We can't wait to talk about that that documentary, and I'm sure we will. I'm sure. I am sure that everyone uh, on the podcast will be talking about the Pete Buttigieg documentary, uh, but couldn't do it this week because I'm just outraged. I'm outraged at the supply chain issues. Sorry. I'm so Sorry mad I can't hoping. even see his face right now. I just Ugh, can't look at it. Can't look <laughs> at this weird little beady eye rat face. Yeah. Ugh, fucking weirdo. So it's a casual, <laughs> casual holiday episode, friends. Casual. But there are many things to talk about. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about a monster. I need to register a monster sighting. All right. So last Thursday, I went to Wawa. And often getting in and out of there can be a hassle. A lot lot of crazy driving situations going on. Um, And somebody was backing out of a parking space and they almost hit my car. But I, you know, and they weren't watching and they they were just coming back real fast. And I was, I was, you know, driving normally like a human does. Um, And I, I, because they were about to hit me, I honked my horn. And then they stopped and then I went on my way. I parked my car. This person, whom clearly was in the wrong, there's no question. They were backing out of a parking space. I'm driving down the road. They're not watching where they're going. She swings around like, like 
opens her car door and is yelling at me. Again, I am parked now. She is now just like in the middle of the road with her door open, screaming at me and flipping me off. What are you, what's your grievance? That I, that I stopped you from hitting my car? Like that I didn't make your insurance rate go up? What, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like that was a scam she's got going on. Maybe I mean, she works for an insurance? I don't know. I don't like, know. In what way could this... <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just like, I, there's, there's, you know, in a car situation, you, it's oftentimes, you know, it's tar- hard to tell who could be at fault. There's no way that I could be at fault in this scenario. Weird. I mean, and so angry. Like, door open, like, I, and I just, I was so confused. I couldn't even take it into exactly what she was screaming because I don't know what it could be. What's what's her grievance? What is she angry at? Well, it's a free country, Brad. So if she wants to back up into somebody, she's going to do it. Like, sh- is she angry that I dare drive while she's wanting to back out? Like, yeah. Very strange, very strange. You guys, monsters are about. It's the holiday season. That's that's Be careful. A... <laughs> Be careful. Black Friday's upon us. For you, it's already passed. I hope you all survived without this warning. I hope Scary. you're able to fit your TV in your car. Oh, guys. <laughs> I man, I that's God. I love watching people not be able to fit TVs in their car. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, I miss Black Friday. Uh, and and Dan told me like Black Friday's kind of not really a thing anymore, just because like everyone just has their same deals that they already started. Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing it like tiered and stuff. And now like Best Buy, they finally like released their their Black Friday deals, but they've already started. Like it's already <sighs> happening. And then, like, I went to the Best Buy near us, like, the other day, and they're not even, like, they don't look like they should be ready to be open for anyone, but especially Black Friday. (laughs) Because, like, a portion of the parking lot is getting, like, repaved, so... There's a bunch of parking that's not available. And then also, the one, there's an entrance and an exit, you know, in Best Buys, typically. You know, there's like, you know, one sliding door specifically for entrance, one sliding door specifically for exit, at least at this particular Best Buy. The entrance one is like not working and just like wood is on it. Like, just like blocking it off. So you can only go through the exit and that's it. They're not ready for Black Friday, but hey, good for them because Black Friday doesn't exist. Uh, it's it's sad. It weird. It's sad. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad for store workers that they're not in the Black Friday nightmare zone. But you know, sad for society. That was yeah, a and, fun, stupid event. And, and Target was like, "We're never opening on Thanksgiving again." <laughs> Is that what they yeah, said? Yeah, they wow. they made a decree. Mr. Target was like, "Never again." <laughs> will we. Mm. Ain't happening. I mean, I, I like listen. In, in my ideal world, we would go back to actual Black Friday, where stores would be closed on Thanksgiving Day, yeah. And then, then you'd have to get up at like five a.m. on Friday, um, and go get your bargains and watch shenanigans happen. That's what I. That's what I miss. I don't know. I don't think that will ever happen again. Nah. But you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I guess it's fine. <sighs> Happy holidays. (laughs) Dan, I think you've got some important bird updates for us. Yeah, I've got some bird news, guys. Um, You know, Alex isn't here, so he sent me some bird news to talk about. Um, (laughs) 
I, I and there will be egg on my face if you guys have talked about this before in the past. But have you guys talked about the New Zealand uh, Bird of the Year contest before? Oh, you guys no. covered. Shockingly, we have not. You haven't covered that event. Okay. Well, there, there's been a lot of drama in the past. A couple years ago, um, Russia was involved in rigging the votes. Um, there's been a lot of drama. <laughs> this year, unfortunately, there's some more drama. Um, Brad, could you guess? I, I know, obviously, due to Alex, you have a lot of bird knowledge that you've acquired from of him. Course, of course. Could you guess what New Zealand's bird of the year would be? What uh, bird did New Zealand choose for their bird of the year? Um, I would say big bird, just to piss off conservatives. Yeah. yeah, and oh, there, there was great. there was some controversy with that as well. Um, you know, there was a lot of write-in votes for Big Bird. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, who won, Brad? The long-tailed bat. Wait, a bat? What? That's not a bird. <laughs> That's why New Zealand's pissed off. Um, yeah. New Zealand, you get your shit together. Well, how, Bats how are not do, birds. How do they determine who wins? Like, isn't New Zealand allowed to pick their own winner? Then why are they picking a bat and then mad at themselves for picking a bat? I'm very confused. How does this hey, work? you guys, you know, when I think about superheroes, I like to rate them. I like to rank them. Like, sometimes I'll figure out, oh, who's my favorite Robin of all the Robins? Uh, my answer, Batman is. Batman <laughs> is my favorite Robin. <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted, if you rename the competition as Best National Flying Thing, then fine. <laughs> but this is offensive. <laughs> like, this is just slap in the face to all birds. Oh, like, yeah. If I was a bird in New Zealand, I would be like, what the fuck? I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm. Oh, oh and it's like for real, like a bat, bat. Oh, it's a bat. Uh, it is a gross bat. We're just gonna move that picture. But yeah, yeah that, move that picture out of the way. That <laughs> that is a bat. Uh, Did you have to take no. Um, other bird news, uh, and this is close to home. Um, obviously, Brad, you know that the um, Florida the state bird is the northern mockingbird. <laughs> Because, of course, when you think Florida, you think Northern Mockingbird. Sure. Um, but there are talks that maybe they will change the the Florida State bird to something else. Hmm. Um, not the long-tailed bat. They yeah, haven't have they considered yet. an alligator? They're thinking about it. That's up for grabs. Uh, it's, I mean, fl- closer to a bird than a bat is, for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's true, because don't they say, like, dinosaurs were, like, birds? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, But, yeah, so the flamingo might be... might become okay. the the Florida State bird. We'll we'll find that out. Makes, I mean, that at least makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, we got a lot of weird birds here. Like we, yeah, we can we can do better, I think, than fucking mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Northern <laughs> mockingbird. Yeah, northern mockingbird. Come on, just come on. Ridiculous. Now, uh, I'm gonna pivot just a little bit, Brad, if you don't mind. Still sure. news. Um, okay. Still animal based, but not a bird. <laughs> okay. Alex, I hope this is okay. If if not, just just cut it out. Just cut it out, okay? So, Brad, you know Wee- I know. <laughs> I know exactly. I I know one of your 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 plans, schemes, if you will, whatever you want to call it, is mm-hmm. um you know marrying a rich 
woman. Yes, sure. And that's my plan too. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're <laughs> all on plans. the same solid plan. same page. But Brad, have you ever considered uh, befriending a millionaire dog? <laughs> yes, there's a, of course. The, the, there's okay. no dog I even considered befriending. Well, so, so there's this millionaire dog who's. Selling. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, um, um, cocker spaniels. Not befriending those. No, okay. They Fair don't want to befriend you. No, no, asshole. No. So, um, there's a millionaire dog that is selling their Miami villa that was once owned by Madonna. the The dog's name, the millionaire dog's name, is Gunther. So Gunther bought a place from Madonna? Well, okay. Let, let me break it down just a little bit before you, There's okay? a long time where Madonna was sleeping in a basket. and uh... <laughs> so, so this is Gunther 6. Now, Gunther 3 was actually the one that bought it from Madonna in 1992. So Gunther 6 is Gunther 3's grandson. Okay. And he is now selling uh, Madonna's villa in Miami. So that's a thing that's happening. So is it... uh, Yeah, how... Where's the dog on the lease? (laughs) I I mean, I guess he signed his his name on the deed. Little paw print. Aww. (laughs) Maybe if you look up the records. (laughs) You you look up the title. Is this some kind of like weird, weird like tax scheme? Could you imagine? Because dogs can't pay taxes. They could buy a home legally, but they can't pay taxes. Yeah. Um, okay, update, guys. Uh, here's a twist. Apparently, um, yeah, no stupid. A dog isn't really selling Madonna's former <laughs> Florida mansion. That's what, that's that's what the, the title. That's the headline yeah, that's of this headline. article. No stupid. A dog isn't well, like, I, I'm, I'm only being led to believe that by other information. So who put out the information that a dog was selling a place? Exactly. So now let's break it all down. Okay. So apparently what was happening was the the realtor that um, took this listing um, basically was like trying to get uh, interest in this home. So they have pictures of the dog, like, hanging out in his bedroom, which was once Madonna's bedroom, and hanging out at the pool and blah, blah, blah. So Gunther, turns out he's not a millionaire, guys, okay? <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not a millionaire. Um, Is he owned by Madonna? No, not owned by okay. Madonna, but he's owned by some, like, eccentric Italian man who's made up this whole scheme of that Gunther came from this German countess, and, and then the countess then gave him money and he inherited this money, which is not a thing. And like, a countess never existed and this Italian guy just like made everything up about Gunther. I think the most important question is, does Gunther have an Instagram account that I can follow and yeah, see that's, his adventures? That's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently he's bought, like, things from, like, auctions and stuff, like <laughs> like truffles or something, like $7 million truffles or something ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like Gunther is a millionaire. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still... Yeah. I mean, he's spending. He's spending. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so so that's that's the news. Wild. I don't, I don't know about that at all. A lot of questions. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. 
at all about that. I really am so lost. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm just waiting for a, uh, a Hulu or Netflix documentary about Gunther. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like this like guy that's like doing this whole scheme with Gunther. Like, like if you're going to create elaborate tales, like it's weird that you focus it on the dog. Like you keep yourself distant from it. Like I want to create all of this like fantasy, but not for me, for my dog. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. And also from the grandfather of my dog, really. Right, and then, and then the grandson inherited. Well, here here's the long con, right? Okay, so let's say this guy is is super rich. This Italian guy is super rich. But the thing is, is he's he has Gunther, but he's alone as far as a human companion. Now he doesn't want someone attracted to him just for his money. So he has a dog friend who happens to be a millionaire so he can explain why he lives in a mansion when he's um, dating people from Bumble. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I room with this dog millionaire. Um, This is not my, this isn't my mansion. It's Gunther's mansion. Is he afraid to tell people he's got money? Yeah, he doesn't want to tell people. I mean, this is what I'm making yeah, up. I just, I'm just oh, man- so wait, so I just managed the money. You're making up stories about the guy who's making up stories. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I'm this so is uh, basically in this scenario, this guy is just like like all rich people. He's just so obsessed with this fucking money that he's scared of anyone finding out he has any money. But he's desperate to to let people know that he has money. But he doesn't want anyone to know he has money because then they might want to take away some of his money. Precious, precious money. So he offloads it all onto a dog so that no one could ever ask him for money because he's just a manager. He's just a money manager for a dog. Yeah. Well, I would like the idea that he's just like, he talks about Gunther and he's just like, oh yeah, you'll have to meet my my roommate Gunther. But, well, you know, I live at <laughs> my, my roommate Gunther's house. You know, it's his house that he bought. Um, but yeah, Gunther, he is, he is so funny. <laughs> the sweetest guy you'll ever meet. And then she goes to meet Gunther. I, 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 listen, this story falls apart um, at the point of she comes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's uh, that's where you've you've crossed the line. I I don't believe could ever happen. Fair, fair. After she wakes up from being roofied, yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. "Hey, this is Gunther's place." Yeah, the only way she's coming over is is if it's clear that he has the money. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, on the subject of animals, um, I, I, I saw a movie. I saw Ghostbusters. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It was delightful. I recommend it. Um, but before it, I saw the same trailer. I've seen 12 billion fucking times. I saw the trailer for Sing 2. It's the animated sequel to, I assume, Sing? Um, it's about a bunch of singing animals, and they are all fucking sad sacks. This fucking movie, like, there's like a, there's like an old, like, lion that like, I haven't sang since my wife died of cancer. Like, (laughs) there's like a gorilla that seems, seems to have like PTSD. Like, um, why are all these, why are children's movies like wildly depressing? I don't know, but they are. Like, I haven't, we haven't watched that. Because I hadn't watched Sing. Josie saw Sing. And then when we were talking about in the car, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's how. Yeah, because something about, like, the, the gorilla's dad was in prison or something? Yeah, he or? was like, he's a mobster. And a then mobster. He, was in, he was in prison. 
They were gonna break him out or something. I mean, like, it just, like, I, listen, I, it's, you know, you can have a sad, sad moment in, in a children's movie, sure, absolutely. Bambi, devastating. Like, there's, there's plenty of room for that. But does each character in a children's movie have to have, like, a tragic life event now? Like, like, can we, are we, I mean, first of all, are we making any animated movies for children? Or are these just all for weird adults that want to pretend they're watching serious movies? Because I feel like that's what's happening more. Yeah, I don't know if anything that would be children, children. Well, that, like, like that Encanto that mm-hmm. is coming out looks like it's a little bit geared more, maybe younger. But I don't know, because, like, even, like, Disney's Coco, which is an amazing animated movie. It's all, like, around uh, Dia de los Muertos. It's really cool, beautiful. But that shit will break you by the end of the movie. If you are not in tears at the end of that movie, get the fuck out. You are heartless. You're dead. You are dead. You're you're coming back on yeah. for that. If it's it's so sad, and I'm just like, why are all these cartoons making me cry? Yeah. Why do they want to make me cry? Yeah, that movie Onward. That was another. Onward one. was very sad. Onward like was weird dad. because we we couldn't figure out what that movie was really about. But it's about two brothers getting their fucking dead dad back. It's like what the hell? It's like why? Yikes. Ends up, it was really good, but also very sad. Because <laughs> like, at I the ju- end, spoiler alert, they can't bring the dead dad back. So they had him technically for a little bit in the movie, had adventures, and then had to say goodbye to him. Jeez. <laughs> like, I uh, mean, I, yeah, does it need, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, adults that are really into animation. And, like, they're trying to justify, like, being into animation. Like, no, it's actually, it's actually for all ages. It's really grown up and adult because it's sad. And I'm like, all right, no, fine. But, no. like, but, like, especially this Sing 2 movie, like, it looks like, it looks like the kids' animation movie. Like, this looks like yeah, it's yeah. geared towards kids. This oh, doesn't absolutely. look like it's trying to be a Pixar for everyone of every age. Yeah. Like, because those Pixar movies, they really, they try to sell as broad as possible. <laughs> and fine, fine. Um, Enjoy everyone that can look at animation without getting a headache. <laughs> Go for it. That's absolutely fine. I wish you fine. could, Brad, because I think you would enjoy some of them. Some I, of them you would not enjoy. The but last, some of them yeah. I feel like you would. The last time I, I like, I made it through Wally and, like, like, my head hurts so bad. And that was like, oh yeah, there's clearly a problem with animation that I can't handle. Huh. So that was that was the that was the last time I tried it. And uh Finding yeah. Nemo Finding Nemo almost took me out, but I did just like like close my eyes and go to sleep for a little while during that. Because that was bad. I mean, yeah, you could just see the Finding Nemo show at Disney. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so those are those have been my two attempts to try to do it, but yeah, never again. Can't no. un- incapable. But like this movie. Like it just like it's so wildly depressing looking, like I and it's and it's all they're just playing all these songs. I'm like, but like they're animals singing. Like why is the trailer so sad? If you want to have like even a movie that has sad beats, fine. But like your trailer is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is supposed to be the ad the ad that's supposed to make me want to go to the theaters. Kids are supposed to be, see this and be like, oh yeah, I want to watch the old sad lion sing finally. I want to see, I want to see the PTSD gorilla um, get over his, <laughs> his, his problems. Wow. Like, fuck! 
Yeah, no, thank you. I So I watched something very sad, an animated, very sad thing that I was like, what just happened? Um, so we got Disney Plus back. And the thing that I actually love the most about Disney Plus is animated shorts. Give me five to ten minutes of an animated little cartoon. I could theoretically Great. watch that. Yeah. And I love them. And it's fun. And they're usually like little... A lot of times Disney will do like side characters from movies. They'll do a little five minute short of the side character. So they also do this thing on Disney Plus where they'll um, work with various artists. So it's a lot of different styles of animation. Different... Um, some, some are like more folk based storytelling. You know, like, so, you know, they're trying to be very inclusive. Like just different stuff that they can do with these shorts. So there was one I noticed that I had not watched and it was called A Little Match Girl. And it was like, almost like black and white. And I was like, oh, okay. And it said something like, a little match girl sees happy images in the flames of her matches or something like that. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck. So I had not heard of this story before, but it's a Hans Christian Andersen story, which right away, if anyone knows about Hans Christian Andersen, he wrote very traumatic, <laughs> sad, very sad children's stories in the 1800s. <laughs> and uh, I, I told Josie, I was like, he did like the original Little Mermaid where she dies <laughs> and she just becomes sea foam. <laughs> like, so it's like, that's the kind of shit he does. So we, I ended up looking it up, but I'm watching it and it's, there's no words. It's all just kind of like music based and imagery. And it's like this little girl and she's the saddest poor little match girl in the entire world. She's got no shoes in the fucking snow and just trying to sell matches to people who clearly don't need matches. <laughs> and everyone's just walking by her and she goes into an alleyway and she like strikes one of the matches. And as she's like seeing the fire to heat herself up from the fire fucking cold, she ends up like picturing things like a Thanksgiving dinner and then the match goes out and she has nothing. And then she lights another little match and it goes back into this like imaginary world where she sees like this old lady and she runs to hug her and then the match goes out and it's nothing. And so she takes like, and I'm, and I'm sitting there with Josie and I'm like, she's using up all of these matches. How is she going to sell fucking matches? <laughs> she's <laughs> using them. Uh, she takes the rest of her matches. She lights it up. So that way, theoretically, I guess it'll last longer. I'm like, that's not how matches work, but okay. So she looks at it and it's like the little old lady from the other vignette, like is goes and hugs her and picks her up and they like put together a Christmas tree and like whatever. And then the lights go out. And then the little match girl you notice in the black and white image is just like sitting up, but like looks like she's asleep. And then the old lady from the image comes and just picks up the ghost of little match girl and walks off. Yeah. And that's the fucking end. And I was like, because I was like, oh, you know, because I told Josie, I was like, I think this is going to be sad. Like when we saw this poor, the poor little match girl. Yeah. And Josie's like, no, I'm sure it'll turn it around. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. And then it ends. And I was like, what just happened? And yeah, so that's the, that's the actual Hans Christian Andersen version of A Little Match Girl, where she, it's about a dying child's dreams and hopes. <laughs> 
And yeah, she just imagines all these things and then dies at the end. And I guess the person in her visions, it's like her grandmother, was like the only person who ever loved her in her life was her grandmother. And her grandmother carries her off to heaven at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh my god, it's so dark, and this this little animated short did not Disney sugarcoat it. It just had this bitch Yikes. die. Yikes. <laughs> A better but, yeah. ending. Take those matches, burn down the fucking city. Fuck you assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, at one point I thought that's what was gonna happen, but no. No, she just dies in the snow. Ooh. It was real dark, real dark. And I was like, I shouldn't have watched that. I shouldn't have let that be the last thing I watched before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so just be careful. I think Brad and Brad and I are on the same page. Be careful with these animated uh, shows right now. They're trying to make them super sad for I don't know what reason. <laughs> I mean, yikes. I... Why? Why did I have to watch this poor girl just be sad and poor and then die? Like, like are, are, is anything? Um, I, I wish Alex was here, but um, please, anybody, let us know. Is there anything made for children that isn't wildly depressing? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I could probably tell you that. Um, just based off of Joey's costume, uh, <laughs> a a killer, a zombie killer. <laughs> Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy's not happy either. Um, no, all animated shows are dark now. Or at least um, have a dark aspect. And then, you know, they might end possibly happily, but yeah, I, I, they get dark, I think, before there's any light. <laughs> I, I tried to watch uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse recently. <laughs> Um, you know, cause I, I like that dog. I, I like that song, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Anyways, it's, it's a little it's sadder catchy. now that Pluto has AIDS. Yes. And that's what I was shocked about. And that fucking Goofy gave it to him and knew about it. Ugh. Fucking knew about it. Didn't tell him about it. Um, oh. which I appreciate the message. <laughs> um, but it was a little harsh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I wrote I wrote a uh, Walt's Frozen Head, and he hasn't written back yet, but we'll see. Uh, the other thing I've been watching is, uh, well, I, I started watching. It's just three episodes. I've really just got to buckle down and finish it. But is on a documentary on Hulu called Van Dutch about not Van Vaughn Vaughn Dutch. I don't yes. know why I keep wanting to change the name. Probably because it's so wacky, and they just. You don't even know who created it at the end of the day. Well, no, no, because you're you're getting you're getting confused with the clothing line Van Dutch oh, from boy. Van Jones that he recently <laughs> launched after getting his you know billion dollars or whatever. Oosh. No, Von Dutch. So Von Dutch was big in the early 2000s with the trucker hats, celebrities were all wearing it and all that stuff. So I didn't know that there was an actual, like, story to be had. Like, I was like, okay, someone came up with this clothing line and a bunch of celebrities wore it. That happens all the fucking time. And you you watched in the at least the first episode and part of the second yeah. one. So the first episode, you still are not quite sure who actually came up with the Von Dutch clothing line because they start telling you... They, they have, like, one guy saying how he came up with the clothing line. And then they transition it to somebody else and going, no, I came up with Von Dutch. And then they have a third person, no, I came up with the Von Dutch. 
It's like by the end of the first episode, like it ends with some random like guy from fucking Denmark going, "Oh, I came up with." That. And it was like, what is happening? It was like a cliffhanger based on who the fuck came up with this clothing line. And I told Dean, I was like, I would think that that has to be the easiest thing to know who came up with the clothing line. Yeah. But I guess it's like one guy, the name came from like one guy who was an artist and went by that name. And then like there's murder and gangs that were related to Fine Dutch and like the clothing line started from this guy who was like basically, no, he wasn't part of the cartel, but he was like like a gang person or whatever. Like he was selling drugs. He was cartel adjacent. He was cartel adjacent. He was cartel adjacent. But um, so he just wanted to like get out of the cartel lifestyle. So he took money to like make a clothing line, but he could, he wasn't good with money. <laughs> just spent it all and so he couldn't really like get this clothing line off the ground he ended up partnering with this kid who just was really into clothes and trying to get out of the gang life himself who was there when his best friend murdered somebody so that came up and then ran to mexico for several years and so then like the cartel adjacent guy like ended up meeting this guy from Denmark. They hit it off. That guy had a bunch of money and said, I'll put money in, I'll invest into this product. So there's not really like a true who started it because there's so much different piles of investors, I guess. And the Denmark guy is the only one that actually like, he's the one that actually made it in the early 2000s, like a big design thing but it's so crazy and it doesn't make i was so lost like the whole first episode i was like i don't why don't we know who made this and then the second episode was all about this guy's friend who murdered somebody and it was like this happening and i think the third episode is also going to be around some other murder and i'm like wild yeah and then they they kind of start dipping into like the um celebrity thing and like basically the Denmark guy hired some guy from Italy who was a designer who just happened to be friends with some celebrities and just I mean what I think is very smart marketing they just got celebrities to come in their store their one little tiny store and they would just shut the store down for the celebrity and just say take whatever you want and then they would give the celebrity shit and then the celebrity would leave and then they'd wear it out somewhere and then everyone would want that product so it's like okay well yeah that's just marketing yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's i i'm like one I don't of know, the guys better marketing what if they had a sad animal um sing a song about their products Ooh. yeah well there's this other guy in there that like is in like he's the one that knew all these celebrities because his brother apparently is like some or was a famous basketball player and so he just he's celebrity adjacent and they hired him to like meet celebrities <laughs> so this this guy's job was just to go out and talk to celebrities to get them to come to their store and i'm like what a random fucking job <laughs> like how do you even get that job wow how are you it's just a lot of people adjacent to other things so but yeah it's on hulu I've been watching a lot of things on Hulu lately. <laughs> They've got some good stuff, but uh, nice. that one is like... I finished watching Dope Sick. That just... It's all about the... Uh, it's a drama show, but it's all based around the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. 
and uh, the opiate crisis. And yeah, it just makes me angry and sad. I mean, it wasn't really any new information, but sure, they, you know, had, they put faces and stuff out yeah. there. Like this is the kind of people affected. The good thing that I will say too about Dope Sick is they, um, I thought they had people from Appalachia. You like, usually when people that are like Appalachian, Appalachian <laughs> are in shows, they make them like really stupid or they don't know what's going on. And especially when it comes to the opiate crisis, cause they were hit the hardest first. Um, and then Florida, because we can't be outdone. But uh, they didn't make them that way at all in the show. They actually made them like, they just were poor and got taken advantage of yeah. because they were minors and were injured a lot and were poor. So I really like that they did that and they didn't make them like stupid hillbillies. Yeah. So. Nice. Um, yeah, if you want to get angry, watch that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. You, so um, just to jump back to Ghostbusters for a second. I don't really mm-hmm. want to talk about Ghostbusters. Again, good movie. Go see it. Very good. Um, but so um, the lead young girl in it, McKenna Grace, is the actress. Like, she's literally in everything. <laughs> Like, I, I knew, like, when the, the credits came up, I was like, oh, that name sounds familiar. What do I know her from? Oh, I know her from literally being in everything in the past 10 years. Ghostbusters. Malignant. Um, she was the, she was the younger version of the lead in Malignant. Oh, uh, yeah. Flashbacks. Um, apparently she's in the, the, she was in the Fuller House show. She plays young Daphne in like a Scooby-Doo thing. Annabelle comes home. She's one of the kids. Um, she was the young Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel. She's the young Sabrina in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. (laughs) Yeah. She's young (laughs) Theo on Haunting of Hill House. (laughs) Like, um, she was young Tanya in I, Tanya. Um, Amityville The Awakening, Once Upon a Time, like, like, this, like, child has been working forever. She's 15 now, um, but, like, over a dozen credits in the last, like, two years. Like, she's literally the, the only little girl working in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Well, if she's 15, she's about to start being too old to play young versions of people, so... Uh, Yeah, but man, it's fine. She's living on a bed of money, so... Like, it's crazy. Like, Why how did much... I look her up recently? Because I actually looked her up for something and also found the same thing. Like, she's in everything. Yeah. Handmaid's Tale, Gifted... Like, it's crazy. I Like, I didn't, it didn't even connect to me. Like, oh, wow, I have seen her in literally everything I've watched <laughs> recently. So weird. Ready Player One? God. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, she's 15 and has 62 credits on IMDb. I mean, like, like that's... <laughs> I, listen, like, I hope, like, I, I know laws are better now. Um, so her family's not necessarily screwing her over and stealing all of her money. But, like, man, I don't trust her family at all. No. I'm I'm trying to figure out why I even looked her up. I'm looking at her credits. I mean, I've seen this, but I'm like, I wouldn't have looked that up, though. Yeah. What the hell? It's it's wild. (laughs) I just, all of her credits are young so-and-so. Young (laughs) so-and-so. Like dating back to 2014, young so-and-so. Hi. Very strange. (laughs) Her very first credit was in something called The Goodwin Games. It was a show that was on for eight whole episodes. She was in an episode where she played even younger Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So she started her career by playing young versions of people. (laughs) 
I mean, I just, like, I don't trust her parents. But also, that's really, that's a smart angle to get into acting and be like, my kid can play a young version of any of y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I, She's yeah. a little white girl with blonde hair, and yeah, yeah. there's a lot of white actresses. <laughs> she was very good in Ghostbusters. She was great. Um, but I just, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Like, <laughs> there's just, a, you know, there's like, there's just like a handful of little girls that are like, I want to be an actress, and then every time they go to an audition, they see McKenna Grace, and they're like, oh fuck uh, this shit. <laughs> Guess and I'm they look at their part and it's a young version of someone. They're like, well, I'm not getting it. <laughs> Guess I'm just going back to regular school. <sighs> God damn it. Oh boy, I mean, that's, that's wild. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, after leaving Whole Foods today, um, got in the car and uh, I had a, a work phone call and Josie was with me. And so I'm on my work call and I'm just, you know, we're just in the car in the parking lot. And then this person comes in front of us. She's parked um, in front of us and just one space over. And so I'm on this work call, okay, trying to listen. And then, but I'm seeing this whole thing play out in front of me. And what's playing out is this range of emotion. So she's got, she's got a bag full of groceries and, you know, she goes to open her car and you can start to see distress. Say, like, okay, what's, what's happening here? She has a mask on, takes the mask off. You can see that, you know, she, she's very upset. You can start to tell what's happening is that she doesn't have her keys. So she's looking at her purse, trying to find the keys, frantically looking in all the bags, can't find the keys. She's looking in the car. Can she find the keys in the car? She's, uh, you know, on the phone, uh, seemingly trying to call somebody. Um, that would be distressful. Yeah. Right? All this stuff is happening. Okay. So junk and Yones, what would you do? What would you guys do in this situation where there's someone... Well, is there a reason you're laughing at like they're in distress but like what would you do? there's literally nothing that can <laughs> be done I'm in this saying. situation like I know that's what it, I'm you do. because they've got a but phone like, they've got a phone they're able to get into their car like I like I, there's nothing to do well no so, so the, the, I don't have a spare set of keys for them to yeah. do so yeah but no, I just felt bad that she was like locked out of her car. You know, she's like locked out of her car. Um, I mean, I didn't do anything either. I just left. But, but Josie and I were just talking about it. We were like, because what was so weird is because we're just there and we see it unraveling in front of us. But you know, obviously she's not acknowledging us because she's Are busy. the keys in the car? That's what I think. They were locked in the car, oh. maybe, but I don't know how you, can you lock your keys in your car, Brad? Are you able to? I mean, I can't, my my car won't let me, but. Yeah, mine won't either. I mean, I know an older car, you could theoretically do that. It's Winter Park Whole Foods though. Is this person to have, have an older car? Well, you know, it didn't seem that old. Yeah. That's the thing. So I don't know, um, I don't know what happened, but seemingly it looked like she like locked her keys in her car. But uh, yeah, so so I just I just felt bad that she was going through that. And I was like waiting for John Quinones to come out and be like, um, "Did you not help this woman out? Because 
She's a white, rich person, person <laughs> from Winter Park at Whole Foods. Uh, well, you John Quinones, was... um, I don't have extra keys, motherfucker. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, so uh, here's it was a paper just... clip. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what Jizzy said. She was like, "Oh, too bad you don't know how to like uh, break into cars." And I was like, "Well, not new cars. Like those are too hard to break into." <laughs> Old cars? You can break into those. Yeah. I've broken into my own car many a times. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. No, I don't, th- I don't think there's anything to do. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Especially if they've there's got nothing. a phone. If she didn't have a phone, then yeah, maybe yeah, you something. can offer, uh, you know. But... To call AAA for her. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't offer your phone to anybody. No, no. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was just weird because it's like, you know, you're just right in front of it, seeing everything happen. Sounds like, almost like you were watching me. Yeah. <laughs> watching it through the window. Just pointing and laughing. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, that's the thing that happened. Well, <laughs> I, I think I know uh, something that, that may have helped her. Here's here's probably here's probably what you should have actually done, Dan. You should have taken okay. advantages taken advantage of some great uh, Black Friday specials at a little website called Creepy Hollows. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure there's something here that will help. Uh, we got a lot. Of, oh, already, already. I'm already here. Second thing on the list. It's a Black Friday special. A binding which contains the key to all. Oh, <laughs> perfect, Whoa. perfect. Um, an extremely complex and powerful enchantment, this unusual and intriguing vessel is imbued with the power, powerful layers of bindings that pertain to all three realms, earthen, spiritual, and astral, all spirits, white arts, and dark arts, all genres of magic, white arts, and dark arts, all channels, spiritual and astral, and all mancy. Oh, Mancy. <laughs> oh, Mancy. Capital M-A-N-C-Y. What is Mancy? I don't I'll have to Google that. I don't know. I don't know. And all Mancy. Is there going to be a test afterwards? And all Mancy. Divination by a spe- specified means. So, um, so like, for instance, necromancy. Oh, um, oh no. Geomancy. But no this worry. is I, all mancy. I, I got a list for you. I got a list for you. Oh, God. Because um, I just clicked on and got the full long description, which I didn't realize existed. Lastly, it has powerful mancy mechanisms already built into this binding, which provides you a strong supportive foundation when you practice any of them and provides you the ability to utilize any of them anytime you desire to achieve psychic powers and connections. These built-in mechanisms to provide your psychic power include astrology astrology arithmancy aura bibliomancy (laughs) botanomancy cartnomancy chiromancy clairaudience clairsentience claire lafar uh (laughs) dowsing geomancy herbomancy hydromancy lithomancy numerology Wonderomancy, Ouija, Psychometry, Pyromancy, Rune Casting, Selenomancy, and Tea Leaves. <laughs> tea leaves sound so sad at the end of that oh, that long list of all the other mancies. Well, I, I got a list of activation words. For White Arts, Taral. Oh. For Dark Arts, Mitan. Um, <laughs> activation for. Activation for both arts, if you want to use both at the same time. Oh. Arel. Is that loud? Apparently. And if you want to deactivate for everything, 
Farsis. 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 Fully deactivated now. Okay. Ooh, boy. So are we, are we okay now? Are we safe? Yeah. There's also a lot, there's a lot more words. For all the different things it does, there's a whole new list of words. So that's that's a lot. That's like, a are lot. you? Is there some sort of like little keyword or cheat sheet or something that it comes with so you know... I mean, I, there's a long description here that I'm not reading because it's very okay. long. Um, so there's, yes, there's quite a bit, but... Uh, Fair. Um, Dan... Uh, oh, hold up, guys. Hold up. I want... Guys, what do you think? Full market price, not on Black Friday sale. How much do you think this costs? Full price. $79.99. $79.99, okay. Mmm, see, I think this is like... Uh... I can't like, figure out their pricing to be okay, fair. I, I want you to, I want you to guess like... the market price and then the sale price. So okay. Give me both. Okay, so yeah, market price is uh, is 180, sale price half off. Yeah, 90. Okay, interesting, interesting. Wow. Interesting. Tammy, what's your sale price? What do you think? Well, if my full price was only seventy nine ninety nine, then their sell price is going to be something crazy, like twenty five ninety nine or something. They like you can change it. You can change. They drop those sale prices. <laughs> they, it's a great deal. I it's feel a great like, deal. I feel like they do more than fifty percent wow. a lot of times. I'll let you because know because it's fucking going through the ether. Who cares? There's eight. <laughs> there's eighteen available, and eight people have it in their shopping cart right now. Whoa. <laughs> Regular full market price four thousand two hundred dollars. <laughs> Our Black Friday special price only sixty dollars. That's what I'm saying. They drop it in insane, stupid amount. <laughs> so dumb. Twenty five ninety nine was my high thinking. I was like, I almost went with five ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Every time we've talked to Brad about this website, I'm like, it's... I don't understand how they come up with their discounts. <laughs> oh, you don't understand their complete random fucking nonsense? Yeah. Yeah, their their whole business model just for some reason does not make sense. Huh. How strange. <laughs> well, don't know why. What about this Black Friday special? Yeah. Channel to Ancient Merfolk Civilization of the Alito. <laughs> Okay, in English, please. Yeah, I was going to say, I understood some of that. A stunning underwater world of early merfolk. The Alito were grandly influential and, and the single largest civilization of merfolk in the prehistoric ocean of Earth. And Sammy is very cute. <laughs> Look at that little poppy. He's a little merfolk. Aww. In a time long predated by humans, and when the continents were still a single mass, the Alito reigned supreme under the ocean's waves. In a the highly... Alito were supremo. <laughs> <laughs> a highly organized hierarchy of merfolk, the Alito had a well-orchestrated community that numbered in the millions and spanned thousands of miles across various ocean terrains. They were the single largest merfolk civilization of their time, and all of time. They uh -oh. lived and thrived during a time when merfolk were in their full glory. <laughs> you'll receive a channel binding, you'll receive a channel binding to be able to communicate and work with any Melito merfolk citizens, any Alito merfolk citizens from the whole of their time of existence. Whoa. Alito merfolk have a vast array of hair, eye, skin, and tail colors, and they have widely varied personalities and supernatural skills. They existed for such a great time that they had evolved a wide range of ways over time. 
The Alito merfolk were immensely powerful and a tremendous connection and influence with all aquatic beings in the prehistoric ocean waters. They were revered, respected, and honored by ocean life. They were guardians and protectors, rulers and guides, as well as warriors, hunters, and slayers at times. Those are all the same yep. thing. <laughs> warriors, hunters, and slayers. They lived in a complex, massive kingdom with smaller civilizations within the grander Alito Reach. Through work with this channel, you can communicate and interact with any Alito merfolk spirit. In work with the channel, you may encounter the same spirits or different spirits at various times. To activate, Misha. 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 To deactivate, Pasha. Kologon. Kologon. I don't know if I could get that down to deactivate it. That'd be a problem. <laughs> so, okay, question, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when do you think the renaissance of the merfolk was? What time period were they... they was just... Alito the Supremo? Yeah. I mean, well, clearly. I mean, clearly we're, we're back in mer, in, in mer times. So, I mean, we, we're, we're... I mean, we're in Pangea days. The Earth is all one landmass. Yeah. So I mean, this was so. Uh, this was probably I would have to say. Uh, well, now, now were merfolk before dinosaurs or after dinosaurs? That's my question. Yeah, I, I, get, I get confused about the timeline. I think I, I, are we? We're we're all we're all these magical civilizations existing, and uh, then they got wiped out, and then uh, dinosaurs, or was it dinosaurs? They got wiped out, then these magical civilizations, and then everything else is seemingly like we kind of think it was. It's a great question. I will say at least a million years ago. Okay. And how many merfolk did Noah bring on the ark? Oh, zero. Zero. Oh. Zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, market price. Oh, geez. And special Black Friday price. What do you, what do you think? And so what am I doing? I'm, I'm contacting them. I've gotten Alito. What, what am I doing with this? It is a channel. <laughs> it's a channel to them so you can communicate and get their information. So I'm just communicating with them. Okay. Yeah. Just communicate. Just communicate. <laughs> I mean, they are the Alito. They are, uh, they are uh, a stunning uh, underwater world. Uh, grandly influential. The single largest civilization of merfolk in prehistoric ocean of Earth. All right, Dan, what do you think? Okay, yeah, so obviously... There are a thousand um, available, by the way. There are a thousand available. Oh, a thousand available. Okay. See, I was going to go higher than what the one... Because I was thinking, like, shit, I mean, to get access to an Alito is like $10,000, right? But now that there's... um, It's not as rare as I thought... Um, I'm going to say it's, um, it's $2,500 normally on sale. It's $17. All right. All right. Tammy. All right. Alito Supremo price. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go lower than Dan. I'm going to say $19.99. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> and sale price. Oh boy. <laughs> so is that like Alito Supremo light? <laughs> yeah, good thing. Sale price. Uh, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna say, what was the other price for? It was like 60 bucks, right? I'm gonna say this was $49.99. Full market price, $795. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> special, very special Black Friday price, $29.95. Yeah. Oh. I should have went back to my $25.99. So and I thought about it and was like, nah. So close. I mean, it's so insane. <laughs> Oh, I mean, God, I just want to read all of these. They're so... I, uh... All right, I'll give you a choice. Uh, we got an astral architect. Design your personal astral space for meditation, conjuring, and casting. <laughs> we got a call of the dragon, spell for conjuring and ancient voices. Um, and we got channel to the Kabakari. I just want to know more about the Kabakari. Yeah, because I, mean, I was gonna say I really like that first one where it was just like Dan might might know the answers. It's like sounds more real estate, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you're gonna fix up your house. But uh, yeah, no, let's this last one. Yeah, Kabakari, come on. Channel to the Kabakari. An access channel within the Kabakari group, which allows you to engage and inter interact with interact with them for time travel and exploration of the astral realm. Oh. They are entities whose bodies are blue and gold. They have floor-length, silky hair of white color, and they have piercing blue eyes of, of a brilliant hue. They are masters within the astral realm for travel and understanding of the continual loop of creation and destruction. They offer you unique knowledge, which is knowledge, but with an M before the N because they've got a typo on the website. Knowledge <laughs> and insight into the materialization and utilization of the astral realm. This channel is a protected channel for interaction and engagement and engagement with the Kabakari on how to gain influence and empowerment within yourself, your life, and your bond with the ethereal, celestial, and divine of the astral realm. They're giving teachers who will help you materialize the success and empowerment you need to achieve all the things you wish in the astral world. Whoa. Activation world? Oh boy. Letazio. 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 Deactivation word. Marzen. Marzen. <laughs> Marzen. Much easier. Marzen. It's, by the way, it's a class five tier three, just so you know. Class five <laughs> oh, okay. tier three. That, yep. Uh, it's great for everyone. Okay. Um, there are 994 available. Oh. Um, one other person has it in their cart. Only one. Okay. So. Alright, that's that's good information. Charging isn't required, but it is recommended, by the way, just so you know. Well, I mean, but you could always just buy a charging bag at the cash register. Yeah, of course, so. of course, of course. <laughs> on your on your way out. <laughs> uh, full market price and sale price. What do you guys think? What are you thinking? Yeah, so I think this would be similar to the last one, um, just based on logic, right? Of the quantities available. Um, however, I don't know. I mean, I, I like this one, okay? I like it. I'm thinking about putting it in the old basket. Mm -hmm. But when I just think of the value of the merfolk and to be able to channel the merfolk... And then you compare it to this. So I, I'm gonna go. Market price is five twenty-five. Sale price is um nineteen ninety-nine. 
Okay. All right. All right. So, because you don't need the charger, but they also talk about having a charger, I'm like, that's kind of a cheapy thing. I mean, because some of the mm. more expensive stuff is like self-charging. It's, you know, it's forever. It's forever. That's true. So, I'm going to say that retail for 99 And I'm going to say sale price $9.99. Oh. $9.99. Wow. <laughs> People are really downplaying the Kabakari. Uh, market price, $985. Oh, what? So, it should be less. Very special Black Friday price, $45. What is this website? I mean, I just... I mean, trying to figure this out is like trying to figure out how much people charge on Cameo. Like, I oh, I cannot, geez. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <sighs> and now their website is not working for me. Oh, so, no. All Maybe right, well, that's uh, Creepy Hollows, guys. Black Friday deals. Wow. Okay. Well, by now, now that the listeners are, you know, now they, they've celebrated Black Friday, they can write us and tell us everything that they they bought off of the Creepy Hollows website. Indeed. So, Indeed. What spells? What channels? Oof. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Do you have a direct channel to Abraham Lincoln? Alright, so, you know, uh, usually, uh, Brad, when you invite me on, I try to, uh, you know, come up with a fun game. I know we love games around here. Uh, didn't have a lot of time. I was a little busy today. Uh, but here's the thing. I know, uh, you're a fan of Mr. T. Of course. Clearly. Right? Okay. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love Mr. T? I'm gonna say a solid 8.5. Okay. Now, are you familiar with the actor Kirk Cameron? Oh, oh, I, I am, I am. Okay, scale of one to ten, ten being the highest. Mm-hmm. Um, where is Kirk Cameron on that scale for you? I'm gonna say a one, a one. Okay, that's fair. Um, and that's for just for mockery reasons. Absolutely. So concerning thing I found mm-hmm. when I was looking at quotes yeah. from both Mr. T and, and Kirk Cameron is obviously they're they're both good friends with Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's that's why Mr. T is an eight point five and not, not a ten. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing today, Brad, is it's uh we're gonna be reading off some quotes. Oof. Is it Mr. T or Mr. C? Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right. So as a Christian, you forgive and you feed the hungry and clothe the naked. And you visit the sick and comfort the lonely. I'm a true follower of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I got to do the things you're supposed to be doing. Is that Mr. T or Mr. C? I'll say Mr. T. Okay. Tam, do you want to play along on this or? Yeah. Um, what was the end of that? Yeah. Like I, so I, I'm a true. If I'm a true follower of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I gotta do the things you're supposed to be doing. I'm gonna say Mr. T as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to see the way that ended because I was like, I think that's where it could have gone. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um. All right. Here's a quote for you. 
God's advice trumps Oprah's every time. Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Mr. T doesn't care about name dropping. I, I, I like yeah. I, the, the, the way I'm leaning towards this is is I'm, I'm leaning humility versus narcissism. Yeah, that's a good way. I think you guys are going to do really good at this game. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys. Um, all right. I love all people. I hate no one. I'm mm. saying that's Mr. T. Mr. T or Mr. C. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mr. C, because I feel like there's a butt that comes right after that. <laughs> I feel like Mr. T doesn't even need to tell you that he doesn't hate anyone. Yeah, it just, you, he, you just know. Uh, what do you think, Tam? Mr. T, Mr. C? I was going to say Mr. Mr. T, I love all people. I hate no one. That is Mr. C, Mr. Kirk Whoa. Cameron. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm a bold Christian, not a scaredy cat Christian. <laughs> I mean, I want to say Kirk Cameron, but I don't know if Kirk Cameron uses the word scaredy cat. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say Mr. T. <laughs> I want to hear Mr. T say it. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm not a scaredy cat Christian. I'll, I, yeah, I want it to be Mr. T, so I'll, I'll go there. Okay, are we going with Mr. T? Yeah. Absolutely, you're right, it's Mr. T. All right, so um, I am a Christian, and the Bible teaches me to forgive. Oh, that's the whole thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Kirk Cameron. Yeah, yeah. I am a Christian, and the Bible <laughs> teaches me to forgive. Mr. C, it is Mr. T. Uh. What? It gets wow. a little tricky. Yeah, because I, gets... like, I feel like all the Kirk Cam. I feel whenever I wanted to be Kirk Cam, I just always imagine that there's another sentence right after that that's right? like, um, and that's why gay people need to go to hell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, so got uh, two, two more for you. To really understand what love is, you've kind of got to dig down deeper than just how you feel at the moment. C, C. Yeah, yeah. It Mr. doesn't C. sound like Mr. Yeah. T talking. Okay, all right. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah, because that, that person is telling you how to feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. What a dick. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Exactly. So this is the trickiest one of all. I was one of the wildest Santa Clauses they ever had. <laughs> I am one of the wildest. I need it to be Mr. T. I need it to be Mr. T. Okay, I'm yeah. being attacked. Sammy I'm sorry. Is, Sammy is, Sammy's one of the wildest Mr. T's. Yes. Sam. Uh, this guy is insane. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, are we going with uh, Mr. T on yes. this one? <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys are right. <laughs> And that is Mr. T and Mr. C and Mr. Sammy. Guys, I thought it would be fun to check in with some some old friends and see what's happening with the Mormons. Oh, um, wow. On Creepy Hollows and Mormons? Yeah, we're going to check up with all... Listen, when Alex isn't here, we check up on all of our old friends. We check up on the Creepies. We check up on the <laughs> Mormons. Uh, we check up on the people of Orlando that are very angry. Um, a lot of things to check up on. I went into the parenting board on the uh, Mormon website because I didn't realize that existed until recently. Um, so I, we may be here more often. Um, uh, no one's really posting anything anywhere on the Mormon website much anymore. It's like once every couple of months there's a new post. So wow, but Weird. We, there's listen, what, it goes back where years. Where the Mormons go? <laughs> I don't know where the Mormons went. 
that's frightening. Yeah. I, I like to know where the Mormons are at all times. Well, let's, let's learn about what the Mormons were worried about in 2019. Did you ever use secondhand things with your baby? Hi, guys. I, what? You don't even have a name. Are you? Oh, that is your name. You're, hi, guys. I'm just a junior. I'm just a junior. <laughs> I thought that was like a title or something, but no, he's a junior. I'm a junior. A woman at church offered me some things for the baby who will be born soonish. She offered me a car seat, a Moses basket. Yeah. What is a Moses basket? They're just baby baskets. They're like weaved baskets. Hmm. It's like you're taking your baby on a picnic. <laughs> and that it, it is the lunch. <laughs> I mean, okay. Is that, yeah. is that a good thing? Is that safe? That seems like that wouldn't be, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know if you walk around with the, I don't know what you do with the Moses basket, but that that's my understanding of it. Weird. A stroller and a baby monitor set. So I told her thank you and took them from her house, but my girlfriend said we can't use them on the baby because the baby will have a weak immune system and it is risky to use secondhand things as the baby could become unwell. If she thought it was unsafe, then she wouldn't have offered the things to me. <laughs> Do you think it is safe to use them? Also, the woman at church told me she she had just used the things on her youngest son, so it is secondhand. So it is secondhand, not any more than that. I will find it so awkward to hand the things back as well. What do you think I should do? How does his wife know that the baby already has a weak immune system? I, I mean, well, I, I mean, it will. Yeah, I think it's just the idea that babies babies are born with dummy yeah, babies don't have immune systems. They're babies. I know, but she made it sound like it's going to be immunocompromised. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I thought it was if um, they have things that are secondhand, <laughs> then it's going to have the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is just like babies are naturally don't have developed yeah. immune systems. Yeah. So we can't Fair. use secondhand things. No. Uh, I say use all that shit, because that sounded like some expensive stuff that this lady gave him. I mean, a stroller, a car seat, a baby monitor, like, that's stuff that's expensive. Yeah, I'm also confused at how you're having a baby soonish and you don't have these things. Like... Well, I, I will say one thing is, uh, you're not supposed to do secondhand car seats. Yeah. And car seats have an expiration date. Yeah. Oh. And the only reason I was, because I also thought the same yeah. thing, however, the only reason, uh, or that got me over that was like, oh, it might be a newer car seat because he says she just used it, yeah. all this stuff yeah. with her youngest. So I'm like, this could be like the... If it's like a newborn car seat, they could have easily within the past three months just oh, upgraded absolutely. their car seat. Yep. And that's probably still an okay car seat. But if it were like even a year old, I'd be, I wouldn't use the car seat. But this, I mean, but everything else, yeah. right? I'd use all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, you don't, I mean, not that you don't buy that stuff, but like, honestly, if you're part of a big church like that, you're waiting for people to buy you things. You're not trying to spend money on that. Oy. But you also should be accepting of secondhand things because you are part of a big church community. Yeah. Like, that's normal. Like, that's so normal. I, I'm really thrown off by this. They're expecting the baby soonish. And like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what soonish is either. Like, I mean, do you not know when the baby is due? I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure Next if there month, is a baby and they're offering things, we're definitely within a nine month span. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's to the point where at least somebody's offering things and they don't have the things. If the baby's gonna be your soonish, like, I, 
When you're starting Take to say the, the baby things. should be your why don't you have these things? Why haven't you gotten them from somewhere? Why isn't there been a, been a baby shower if that's your thing? Yeah. Like, well, baby showers are interesting, too, because they take place, like, seven and a half, eight months. Like, you're pretty much... I mean, you want to talk about soonish. Yeah. That baby could come at any point, and you're just throwing a baby shower and figuring out what you still need. But, mm. uh, you know, the baby industry, because <laughs> that's what it is, the baby industry upgrades shit all the time. So what you buy this week could be outdated next week. Oh, yeah. Really like crazy. You know, I mean, Josie's only 15, right? So you think like, okay, how much has baby technology really changed in Got 15 so years, right? It's a whole different world. Like one time I was I was walking down, like I was in like a parking lot or something, and this guy was like, uh, hey, uh, do you have kids? I was like, yeah, I got, I got a kid. And he's like, do you know how to open the stroller? And I was like, dude, my kid's like 10 now. I have, I don't know. And I was able to open it, thankfully, but it was a lot different of how you open the strollers how you than open a stroller yes yikes the technology and the different mechanisms that they upgrade on these things year after year it's insane yeah doesn't make any sense but yeah it's weird but yes this is not a problem take all yeah. that shit yeah. take it all yeah I'm, I'm with Dan, though. I would be a little iffy on the car seat. Yeah, the car seat's the, the, the only thing. And that's really, like, most people don't even know that car, spe- car seats have an expiration date. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I love the idea though. Like he has to take them back to her. Like if somebody like gives you the, don't, don't, you can't take it back. No, you don't. Like, you, you don't just take be it like, back. Oh, you thank you, thank you, and then you like give it off to somebody else. Yeah. Like, like, oh yeah, my, oh no, my mother actually got us a car seat, so we didn't use yours, but we'll give it to the next person. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Weird. Like I just this whole like I'll give it back. This baby immune system is weird. Yeah, no, I yeah. just that immune system stuff. I, weird. I think. Maybe, I mean, unless like it was like okay, fine. You're concerned that things are like germy. Well, then fucking clean them. Like yeah, I'm sure that this lady probably cleaned this shit before giving it to you. I'm just making that big assumption, but I'm assuming that. But also. Even if she did, like, I'm sure you would just feel more comfortable cleaning it yourself anyway. So, like, either way, just clean it. Like, what? What's? It's all plastic. Just clean it. It's all made of plastic. Um, guys, I think I spoke too soon. I'm on the regular Uh advice board, and there's a post from yesterday. Whoa! Whoa. The Mormons are back. (laughs) Fresh. Hi, guys. I'm just a backroads. Backroads! This is actually, hi guys, I'm just a backroads. Letting go of the guilt of not feeling guilty when you've done all you can. (sighs) That's a subject line. Hi guys, I'm just a backroads. This is actually in a professional regard. There's so much preface already, just like between that, that description and like, all right, this is a professional regard. A student, we shall call Tom. (laughs) Tom and his mother, whom, 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 sh- I think it's whom we shall call Tammy, but whom, oh. whom, sh- whom she call Tammy <laughs> are really terrible at the whole online schooling thing. <laughs> Without intending to be cruel, but to state a fact, Tom and Tammy are general. Tom and Tammy, who are terrible, are generally <laughs> struggling with functioning in life. <laughs> I love this already. This is great. With this in regard, Tom has been given a lot of grace as much as can be balanced with the local schooling law. 
This grace oh. intending to bestow a bar, and I dare say educational ethics, have been sacrificed just to give this family something to attain to. Alright, just, the, uh, just the, the, the tone of this, the tone of the tale of Tom and Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, I... Uh, with this in regard, Tom has been given a lot of grace, as much as can be balanced with a local schooling law. This grace, intending to bestow a bar, and I dare say educational ethics, have been sacrificed just to give this family something to attain to. Alright, fuck you, Backroads, you're a terrible teacher because you can't write a coherent sentence. Yeah! Um, <clears throat> Tom and Tammy have failed, and I don't feel bad. I feel I've done all in my educational duty for this family. Yet, comma, I feel bad about not feeling bad. Fuck you, backroads! With the commandments to serve our neighbors and care for our brethren, yet with the logic and even the argument it is a spiritual responsibility to draw boundaries, comma, how do you accept the idea of having done all you can? First of all, backroads, fuck you to hell. Yeah. You're the worst. Terrible. Oh my god, Backroads is trash. Um, we got Neurotypical piping in here. Oh. You're in good company. This story is being experienced all across the country, over and over again. People like you, with some measure of involvement or stewardship over others' ki uh, over others' kids, are experiencing kids with more than more than apathy, are not performing up to their potential. Potential. Our Colorado Children's Hospital network declared a mental health crisis earlier this year. There just aren't enough resources. Kids are failing, falling through the cracks, disappearing, dropping out, all over the place. <laughs> and the- and It sounds like a Netflix movie waiting to happen. I, I, I feel I did a huge disservice in not reading all of the commas there. Kids are failing, comma, falling through the cracks, comma, disappearing, comma, dropping out, comma, all over the place, period. <laughs> and the more you care, comma, the more you love them, comma, the more it's got to hurt, period. Well, unless you're Backroads, who does not. That's the problem. Backroads doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Um, failing to graduate ain't the end of the world. There's still hope that Tom and Tammy will wise up, get what they need, and decide to work harder. Fuck both of you. Yeah. But fuck ba Backroads the most. Ugh. What trash. Oh, oh, Grunt. Grunt writes in. Grunt. We all love Grunt. I can relate to this. The truth is, we rarely do all we can. That's right. We can do all, we can almost always do more. However, comma, there comes a point where doing more comes at the expense of something else, comma. Whether it's your family, comma, yourself, comma, other students, comma, etc. period. The reality of the situation, comma, in my most humble opinion, comma, is that the responsibility beyond reasonable expectation doesn't lie with you. In the realm of education, comma, we, what are expectations and involvement of the parents, parents slash guardians, question mark? Are they meeting with you to assist? Are they applying this assistance at home? Are kids striving to succeed, succeed in spite of home improvement? You can't always save the world in the short amount of time you have with students because much of the saving needs to happen at home. It doesn't matter how bad you want it. Students and parents have to want it just as bad. Uh, well, Backroads doesn't want it. Backroads says fuck them. No, em. no. Like, that's yeah. what you yeah, guys yeah. are missing. Backroads says fuck them. Yeah, his whole post is really, at the end of the day, him saying, 
I think I'm supposed to feel bad for this, but like I don't. Yeah. So also, am I the asshole? <laughs> um, I think backroads. I think you're probably a terrible teacher, just in the fact that you wrote the sentence within re- within regard. Tom has been given a lot of grace, comma as much as can be balanced with the local schooling law, comma this grace intending to bestow a bar and I dare say educational ethics have been sacrificed to give to sacrifice just to give this family something to attain to to attain that, to the, yeah that attain that it, to attain to is not sitting well with me no don't think so no well i you know i've got to go back to neurotypical here um number one why is your screen name neurotypical Mm -hmm. like fuck you number one and then that is a very like neurotypical mindset to be like well they just need to try harder well what, what if there's something else going on what if they're trying the hardest that they can yeah Ugh. Wow. I mean, and well, I guess I don't know if it was him or if it was... Well, no, it was stereotypical. They said, like, oh, all these kids are, are slipping through the cracks. No. It's like, yeah. I mean, that did happen. So, like, this seems... It just sounds to me like it's another family that that's happened to. I'm not sure. Yeah. And you should feel bad because we have nothing in place because we have a shitty system in a shitty country. Yeah. Also, like, just the whole, like, educational system we have is not great no. either. So. No. Like, it's just training, you know, children to be little drones to capitalists, so... Yeah. It's not necessarily great. But no, the problem is clearly that uh, Backroads feels bad, doesn't feel bad that they think they should feel bad. You should feel bad. You should feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. You should feel bad for not feeling bad, and then you should just feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel bad. I just want you to feel bad. That's have feelings, Backroads. Just have feelings. I just want Backroads to feel bad. That's all I I really want. Hi, guys. I'm just a Link VA. Link (laughs) underscore VA. Cool. I'm a newbie. (laughs) Only four posts. Of life? (laughs) Only four posts. Child prays and receives an answer contrary to church teachings. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love it. Kids gaming the system. Um, oh, even, oh, it, it's already going to get weird. Again, this is in the parenting section, by the way. Just keep in mind, this is in the parenting section. Your adult child calls you up and says, I have been studying and praying. I listened to President Nelson's talk on moving mountains of doubt, and I did all the things he said. I have only read faithful slash church supported sources. I've spent hour upon hour studying about polygamy and doctrine and covenants 132. I have wrestled through many prayers until I finally got an answer. And I felt God speaking to me through my thoughts, telling me that polygamy was a mistake and it's not okay and I don't believe in D&C 132. Oh. Where do you go with that? Any words of advice or similar experiences? <laughs> <laughs> not fair. Where do you go with that, guys? That was not what I was expecting. My kid. So their kid is like, hey, polygamy's bad. Is that- <laughs> listen, moms, listen, listen, moms. I, I, Multiple listen, moms. I, listened, I listened to <laughs> President Nelson. I read all the, the Mormo shit. I prayed to God and God spoke to me and said, that polygamy shit, no, no way. That's trash. What am I supposed to do? My kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just 
just like, oh, wow. Like, you're concerned because your kid doesn't believe in polygamy. That's a... You're freaked out. My... Oh, no, my... Guys, I thought I was doing everything right. And, all, and then my kid calls me my adult child. <laughs> my adult child called me. I was like, moms, moms, I got to tell you, I just don't believe in polygamy. Oh, God. <laughs> Such a weird conversation to have as well. <laughs> What do I do? What do I do? My son, he's he's never gonna he's never gonna have multiple wives now. Oh no. Heads up, your kid is not Mormon anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> I they mean just, this is the beginning of the end. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Mor- Next thing you know, they're not gonna be wearing those Mormon underwear. <laughs> Moribund uh responds. What's the utility of this revelation? Consider for a moment that your child called you and said they've considered the evidence and are now firmly in the flat earther camp. What does that change day-to-day actions, our relationships? It really doesn't. They may be insufferable when conversation circles around the moon landing or air travel, but they can handle, but that can be handled by placing firm boundaries. I disagree with you. you. I know where you stand, but I value our relationship enough not to bring it up again. I ask the same courtesy of you. <laughs> this is if you and their child's called and said, I don't believe in polygamy. Hey, listen. That okay, is- listen, listen. Let's just not talk about this. Like, like you believe that the We're earth is- We're definitely not going to agree on listen, it. I, you know- I, you don't believe in polygamy. I don't believe that the earth is flat. Like, these are equatable things. Ugh. Well, that's... Oh, God, it's also weird. It's so weird. I did well, not... I just, like... I, I like the idea that polygamy, not believing in polygamy, and, like, being a flat earther <laughs> is, like, the same thing. Yeah, obviously. Um, Moribond goes on. If your child uses this revelation as an excuse not to engage in plural marriage, then you'll find that you agree, um, that you agree more than you disagree. If your child uses their revelation on polygamy as a lens to view the restoration, I would hope they could be like David Whitmer, who had significant differences of opinion on Joseph's revelation and how the church should be run, but held fast to his testimony of the Book of Mormon. Similarly, I would hope your child would hold fast to that testimony which they've already gained. Once again, if this is the path chosen, you'll have quite a bit in common and continue to share that. Finally, it's possible that your child is taking a big step to leaving the church of Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's what I think. Just so you know, two-thirds of those who leave the church leave religion altogether. That's underlined, by the way. Even if this does happen, there's still some values that your child will keep. You can focus on those, on those values you continue to have in common. But they're probably Yeah, I, I think I think that kid's leaving the yeah. church. I think that's I mean, the your kid's that was step double one. Worshiper, so just you know. <laughs> Uh, just a guy says, I would apologize to my child for having neglectfully allowed him slash her to come off with the idea that sh- that she slash he should only be reading church supported sources. Of course, my apology would be somewhat facetious and perhaps a little passive aggressive because from experience, I know darned well, I never told my kids such a thing. And that line is a is a pretty routine straw man, most often set up by perennial griper who have spent the last six months reading anything but faithful slash church-supported sources. 
I also would offer my opinion that revelation is to some extent a garbage in, garbage out process. If I'm studying <laughs> and praying about polygamy without reading the work of excellent independent histories like Brian Hales, who we all love, um, the quality of any revelation I get through the process may be suspect. But ultimately, professing a belief in individual revelation means being outwardly respectful of the relations of the revelations others claim to have gotten, even when you think they are wrong. It means learning to shrug and say, hmm, I think my personal revelations have been contrary, <laughs> but so long as you, my child, are still on the covenant path, I'm not going to get bogged down in minutia here. <laughs> so a lot of people are basically saying just ignore it. Yeah, they're, like they're they're basically saying, um, your child's stupid, but I guess you can just try to ignore it. But your child's probably a devil worshiper. Yeah, because the other thing I was thinking about is like, how did this conversation even come up? Where your child had to tell you, like, hey, yo, I don't believe in polygamy. <laughs> like, what did did moms like say? I noticed you had one girlfriend, but have you thought about getting a second? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What led to this revelation of information? So weird. Don't like it. Although, um, you know, by the way, your kid is a devil worshiper, yeah. so... <laughs> I just love that they're like, hmm, hmm. The judgment coming off of that is so good. Oh. Weird. Um, weird, weird, weird. Those are the Mormons. Well, guys, it's time to check in on our local pals who are ticked off! Exclamation point. I am ticked off that the newspaper is not printing Mallard Mallard Fillmore on the right. What? Uh, on the they're not printing Mallard Fillmore on the right, but that other nonsense. Huh? <laughs> uh, does that mean they're not printing it at all, or they're not printing it on the right side? What does that mean on the right? They're not printing Mallard Fillmore on the right, but that other nonsense. Oh wait, I'm sure we'll get a clarification because there's more people talking about it. What the hell? I'm ticked off, thank you, that the newspaper has finally shown its true colors by pulling Mallard Fillmore cartoon from the ticked off page. Oh, Exclamation God, it's point. a cartoon. Yet they still keep Doonesbury, which is like a time capsule from the 1970s slash 1980s. <laughs> wow. To the person, nope complaining about the lack of ticked off column being printed in the paper. The ticked off section is printed in the Orlando Sentinel six days a week, Monday to Saturday, not in the Sunday edition. Get over it. Whoa. <laughs> Someone's mad about ticked off. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it was um, all of Gannett newspapers. So it wasn't like just the so Orlando So it wasn't just the Orlando Sentinel, but all of Gannett's that they own. Well, I'm ticked off that you removed from the right, from the right comic strip, but left liberal Doonesbury. Oh, geez. So I guess from so the right, more and from the right, I guess, is a comic strip itself. What? Well, hmm. You removed from the right comic strip, but left yeah. liberal Doonesbury. A lot of people talking about Mallard Fillmore. Very strange. <clears throat> but now we know also the type of people that are writing in to ticked off. Hmm. So... Explains a lot. So many people at a table are leaning on and resting their arms elbow to hand 
on the table. What? Question mark? That's just laziness, period. Bad manners, period. Offensive, comma. Whoa, disrespectful, really? Disrespectful and objectionable to look at, period. What? Mama didn't teach you very well, exclamation point. <laughs> like, are we, people really still thinking about uh, that? Like, that's some like old timey shit. Like, yeah. That's not a thing anymore. No, people are stupid. People, you know, still get pissed off of people like wearing hats indoors and all kinds of stuff. Ugh. Think you mean t- ticked off? They get ticked off at that? Day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. It ticks me off mm. that the USPS cannot deliver mail in a timely manner. I, well, thank you, Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks for keeping uh, DeJoy. That's, that's a great, great call. Great job. Great job. Great job. I received a summons for jury duty on November 8th, and it was postmarked October 15th. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. I'm not, first of all, bullshit. (laughs) I'm calling bullshit on this. It was so late when I received it, I should have already reported on November 5th. (laughs) They might be able to send something to California in three, three to four days, but it took 21 days to send it to the next county. Okay, so this is a long con situation. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna bring it like if they get in trouble or something. They're like, look, it was in the newspaper. Okay, yeah, I was ticked off about. It. <laughs> I was ticked off. <laughs> I was so ticked off. Uh, flip side, a big thank you to the worker <laughs> to the worker at Bed Bath and Beyond Monday morning in Winter Garden who found me a folding chair when I suddenly needed to sit down. It was very much appreciated. Aww. <laughs> oh, that was a sweet one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Get rid of... No, no. What? Get, get rid of them. Get rid of Doonesbury, comma. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, on, we're on another day now. We're already, we're, we've moved on. We, we were on the 17th. Now we're on the 18th. Still talking about it. Get rid of Doonesbury. It is no longer relevant. It should be replaced. It takes up way too much space, and I am sure very few people read it. <laughs> I'm ticked off. Adults are talking about fucking comic strips. <laughs> well, so... I stay ticked off because I'm ticked off that cowardly newspapers canceled the funny and accurate Mallard Fillmore and replaced it with the most stupid, humorless cartoon that looks like it was drawn by an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. I'm ticked off that Florida wants to get rid of our vocally gifted mockingbirds as state bird. (gasps) Is there no end to the madness? True. (laughs) Oh, oh, damn. Looks like somebody is, uh, somebody's, (laughs) somebody's upset. Upon their bird news. (laughs) Sorry, I should have brought this up earlier. We could have had it. Uh, Our vocally gifted, our vocally gifted mockingbirds. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Are any of those mockingbirds in the upcoming movie Sing Two? Do they have a tragic? Oh. I was, yeah. I used to be the state bird of Florida, but then then I got canceled, <laughs> <laughs> and then I started cutting myself, and now here I am in Sing Two. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got canceled just like Mallard Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, flip side. Congrats! Congrats on the decision to dump Mallard Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> We need less hate and depression in our world. Fillmore will not be missed. Should I be reading Mallard Fillmore? It's apparently a touchstone of uh, 
really, people have strong feelings about Mallard Fillmore. And of course, conservatives are calling it cancel culture. Oh, boy. oh Mallard Fillmore, who's just, by the way, that comic strip has just been in syndication since 2020. It's not like it's been new in the comics. Amazing. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the 19th, and I don't see anything about Mallard Fillmore. Okay, good. I'm, very, I'm, I'm a little upset. Uh. I am ticked off and tired of all the best food deals being available only in the app. I order I order online or in person as much as anyone and deserve the same deals. <laughs> okay. Cool. Weird. Like you know that they canceled Mallard Fillmore, right? <laughs> I mean Seems like a pretty small grievance when you're considering that Mallard Fillmore has been canceled. On Monday, my Mail was not delivered until 6.30 p.m. It is ridiculous that our postal workers are so burdened that they are finishing their routes so late. I hope people reward them at the holidays. And by the way, post offices, and by the way, comma, post offices, comma, get more workers. Uh, Okay. Cool. All right. Because they could just do that. They could just arbitrarily hire people. I think, like, the problem is uh, Louis DeJoy, whom Joe Biden has not done anything about. Yep. So I think that's probably a big issue. Big issue. You know, Joe Biden, who hasn't done a goddamn fucking thing. No, but Brad, you were so excited when... Because I remember you you were running in the streets. You were live Instagramming. You were running in the streets when Joe Biden was elected. You were so happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you're not. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. As he's, he's my guy. You vote blue no matter who, even if they're like the same as the other guy. Like literally, yep. no change, no change at all. Like shockingly little change. Like so little change that I'm genuinely surprised somehow. Like when my bar was so low, somehow Joe Biden has figured out a way to limbo right under it. <laughs> Without breaking his old bones. Yeah, he's very limber for a 78-year-old. Or I guess maybe he's 79 now. Wild. Wild. By the way, uh, he's he said he's going to run again. Uh, where? <laughs> Great question. Excellent follow-up. I mean, I think probably all the numbers on uh, Kamala and Mayor Pete uh, have probably uh, um, told uh. him that he has no other choice. Yeah. So, cool. So, again, we're looking at DeSantis as our next president. I mean... I think Trump's probably... It looks like Trump's probably going to run, so it'll probably be Trump. Okay. But, I mean... Which is, a, I mean, best case scenario. <laughs> like, best case scenario, Donald Trump is our next president. Because otherwise, I mean, at this DeSantis. point, I'd rather... Yeah, I was going to say, I'd rather have Trump than DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, DeSantis is clearly much worse. Clearly. Because yeah. DeSantis will get things done, and they'll be very bad. Yep. Trump will do some bad things, but he'll mostly fail. <laughs> Yeah. I am ticked off at a certain for the people law firm. (laughs) I had multiple calls with various staff and sent several documents and pictures. So you decide to ghost me instead of just saying we decided not to take your case? Ghosted by a lawyer. Lawyer ghost. (laughs) I I love anyone writing it and ticked off saying ghosted, but in quotes. (laughs) Well, it's because it's like somebody's grandma that just learned what learned oh, yeah. learned what you know ghosted is, and like, oh, I'm gonna use that. Yeah, they were very excited to use it. Oh, I yeah. sent several documents and pictures, and then she got ghosted. 
You know it is when you get ghosted by your lawyers. Yeah. Oh. John Morgan. I read a... Mm. Definitely not what the segment is. Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> like the most wrong. <laughs> let's let's the all most write wrong. into I read a. I read a comment from someone who was griping about people who wear masks in their cars and went out in the open, comma, where there's supposed to be no need to do either. Writing for myself, comma, I would hope you are. I've gotten into the habit of wearing a mask in both cases simply because there's still a pandemic going on, comma, and when I get into close contact with others, comma, I want to be responsible, parentheses, not to mention the fact I spent two and a half days in the hospital a few years ago and had no desire to go back anytime soon, in parentheses. And more to the point, comma, how does others wearing masks in cars and when out in the open negatively affect others, comma, anyway, question mark? A lot of commas. A lot, a lot of, of commas. A lot of unnecessary commas. But yeah, everybody, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, like, why does it bother you that I'm wearing a mask in my car? Mask forever. Mask everywhere. Yeah. I love mask life. Yeah. Flip side, thanks to the Sentinel for finally having Tampa Bay Lightning game coverage in the sports section, exclamation point. Now it needs to also have some game coverage for our hometown hockey team, Orlando Solar Bears. <laughs> so does the sports section not cover the sports? Okay. Are we calling the solar bears sports? <laughs> well, so so here's here's the thing, Brad. Uh, you know, as you know, I, I spent some time in the newspaper industry. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Orlando Sentinel. I printed the ticked off section. Um, you mean the I read A section? <laughs> yeah, the I read A. Uh, here's the thing about um, the sports section. If you're reading the newspaper for the sports section, fuck off. Because all you're doing is you're reading old fucking news. Just look on your goddamn phone for the sports scores. This is what, if you actually read the Sentinel, Brad, like the actual paper, if you were to get the paper, it's, it's insane. You open it up and it'll be like, it'll, it has like little blurbs of things. And it'll just say, for more information, go to orlandosentinel.com slash blah, 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 blah. And so the sports section is all like, for more updated scores, go to the orlandosentinel.com slash sports, blah, blah, blah. It's an advertisement for their website. If you want the news, you're getting this newspaper, but if you want the actual news, you gotta go on our news website. That's when you're gonna get the news. Uh, Can I say what ticks me off then? Yes. Uh, I'm ticked off. That I have a online subscription to the Orlando Sentinel purely to read TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, for the past three weeks, I have gotten a call every other day from the Orlando Sentinel trying to sell me a paper copy of the newspaper. Oh yeah, once they get oh, your yeah. number. But like, I've got, I've got your. I, if if the newspaper is going to have something that's telling me to go to their website, I've already got the website subscription. I don't want the paper. Stop yeah. calling me. Hmm. No, they're just trying to fuck you up, man. Not gonna happen. I don't. I don't. I listen. If it if I didn't enjoy ticked off so much, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be giving you however ridiculous amount of money I'm giving. I think it's like I think I maybe be like fifteen dollars a month. I don't know. It's something. <laughs> oh my god. It's one of those things. I'm eventually gonna cancel it, but uh, it's gonna hurt. It's way too much. I know that. I know that. I am ticked off that Leesburg invites bunches of meth-head, psychopathic, deplorable bikers to take over the city. 
What's happening in Leesburg? Let's go to Leesburg. They're inviting the, the meth head psychopathic deplorable bikers to take over. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, um, uh, new uh, city council of Leesburg is uh, all meth head psychopathic deplorable bikers? It's real wild. Okay, there's a Leesburg's bike fest in November. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Okay. Now they're running the city. Okay. For t- for two days. Yeah. To, well, two days of making longer. legislation. <laughs> and it's the board of Leesburg's partnership is dedicated to operating responsibly. Yeah, so it's like, it is, the, the city supports it. But it's a motorcycle and music event packed with 30, for 30 square blocks. Wow. Oh. Jeez Louise. That is, that is taking over a lot of Leesburg. <laughs> yeah. It's not a very big place. Oh, concerts, vendors, hot body contest. Oh, hot bodies. <laughs> um, I got two more here. I'm ticked off that our daily paper, not the Sentinel, oh. has done away with the weekly TV guide that used to come in the Sunday paper. They are now they now are advertising a company where you have to pay for a subscription to obtain a weekly guide. What a farce. Plus, our daily delivery for the last couple of months has been so late in the morning, you can't read it before you have to leave for work. Wait, so what's their daily paper if it's not the Sentinel? I don't know. Maybe they're getting L Sentinel. (laughs) And they don't assume it's the same. Yeah, no, that's all he gets printed on Saturday. So strange. Yeah, well, because, see, the Sentinel, they used to do the TV guide as well, but then they stopped a long time ago. But then they were trying to sell you a a subscription for a TV guide. But this was years ago. Mm. Yeah. Well, someone picked it up. Yeah. I think it's the idea, like, a newspaper TV guide, like, in this day and age... I th- to me, that's the same thing, Dan, as you're talking about. Like, go on your phone. Like, yeah. just go on your TV and see when things are on. Or go on your phone and see when things are on. Go on your computer and see when things are on. Like, why do you need a paper product? He- here's the thing. So, when I worked at the Sentinel, like, I knew, obviously, like, who who the clientele is, right? It's like older people, whatever, right? And so, you know, I I really didn't like my job, but, you know, sometimes you have to trick yourself into waking up at two in the morning to fucking make newspapers, right? So I I had the mindset of I am helping people. I'm doing a service because these are like older people who, you know, they want to get their news, but they don't know how to work a fucking iPad or whatever. And then you met my grandmother and that blew that up. (laughs) Well, she's an anomaly, but, you know, so, you know, so we're doing a service, we're helping older people, blah, 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 making it so they can look at their TV guide, whatever the fuck. But then you have all these fucking people complaining about Mallard Fillmore. So you're telling me you get you get the fucking newspaper for the comic strip? Like that's what that's your takeaway from the whole newspaper is the comic strip of Mallard Fillmore. Yeah. It's cancel culture, Dan. Can't let that shit slide. You gotta do something about it. <laughs> Like, go to the comic book store. If you want to be an adult who reads comics, go to the comic book store. There are so many different comics that you could enjoy. You don't need to get it from a fucking newspaper. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? I didn't know you hated Mallard Gosh, much. I man, <laughs> just hates uh, freedom. It's very strange. Yeah. Very upsetting, very upsetting. Um... To the writer, oh, who thinks men over thirty should not wear a ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Yep. 
I'm with that writer. Correct. I agree, but, comma. <laughs> Unless you're Adrian Paul, I don't want to see exactly. it. Uh, let's take it a step further. Ooh. I don't think any man, any age, should wear a freaking bun. That looks so stupid. <laughs> Stop it, guys. Who's still wearing man bun? Uh, oh, I'm sure that there are people. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree. We gotta stop them. We gotta stop them. Yeah, him. yeah. I just don't know who's still doing it, though. Yeah. What if Adrian Paul is, like, now doing the man bun? He's no more ponytail. He's just doing the man bun. I could, I could see it, though. Yeah, I could see it. Of course. Anything anything except that sad grief hair he had going on. No. Yeah, that was no good. That was no good. Ugh, that's ticked off, guys. Oof. See, I, I just feel like the man bun is the modern day <laughs> mullet. Like, it's at the point where, I mean, everyone knows the mullet is a bad haircut, but if you're getting the mullet, what you're doing is you're just saying fuck off to society. I don't give a shit about what the Stop cultural norms doing. are. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wear a mullet if I want to. You know, that's that's how I want to wear my hair. And I think that's what it is with the man bun. They're, they're like, hey, you know, I know you think I'm a douche because I have a man bun, but this is what I like, okay? This is what I'm doing. Oof. Yeah, the my reaction exactly. Oh yeah, no, it's Oof. terrible. Oof. It's terrible. It's just I I know it's got to be stopped. Yeah, it's got to be stopped. So so it's, it's got to be work to like do that. You can't. That's that's the thing. It's like it's too much work to do something so stupid. Yeah, that's what people do. Wow. Like I'd rather have someone with just a ponytail than a man bun. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. They're all criminals, but yeah. Probably, probably a bunch of meth head bikers on Leesburg City Council. Go to hot body contest. But but okay, so so what's the better out of mullet, ponytail, man bun? I ponytail. mean, obviously man bun's out of ponytail. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ponytail. Yeah, not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Uh, we're not even going to entertain the mullet. No, no, no. Okay. I don't know okay. why you keep bringing up the mullet. Like it's Dan. Well, it's not a good Dan, thing. Dan, do not get a mullet. Okay, so this is what happened. So today, <laughs> <laughs> so today, Josie and I, we were driving by um, a barber shop, Floyd's Barber Shop, and um, I, I was telling Josie, I was, oh, because Josie was like, oh, maybe I'll go to Floyd's to get my hair cut, and I was like, oh yeah, all the all the cool guys get their hair cut at <laughs> at Floyd's, and um, as we were passing it by, you know, it says uh, for you know Floyd's Barber Shop for men and women. And she's like, well, and women also get their hair cut there. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I've only seen guys, like, come in and out of there. But, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Maybe I mean, that's what everybody. you're looking for when you walk Could be. <laughs> So then as, as we're driving by, there's a guy leaving Floyd's with a fresh haircut of a fucking mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, like, a, a younger guy? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, a, you know, it's a fashionable thing. It's a fuck-off to society. I don't but, think that's what it no. is, but... <laughs> well, no, because... Well, we watched that mullet documentary. What mullet documentary? We watched a mullet <laughs> documentary on Netflix years ago. Did I watch it? <laughs> oh, you watched it. <laughs> yeah. I, I blocked it out. You blocked it out. And, like, you know, so there was mullets of all kinds shape sizes and um yeah like some of them like it, and a lot of a lot of them were um like the people that were lesbians that had the mullet they were like yeah i have this because i want to have it it's my power is my mullet i'm good with lesbians yeah. having I'm thinking like dudes having it. Oh yeah, no, no, I get that, but I mean there were also or dudes in the documentary. Or people who just think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
But I think that guy walking out of Floyd thought it was cool. Oh, he definitely thought so it was cool. Oh, he had a fucking no. shitting grin, a grin on his face. Oh, he loved it. No, but, see, that's the thing. That's that's where it's like, oh, that's not a, a fuck you to society. You just think it's Oh, he, yeah, he, he's a dick. But, um... Because, so we've been watching the new season of Tiger King, and um, there was a scene uh, with Joe Exotic getting his hair cut, and it was, you know, something that they filmed, obviously, before he went to prison and everything, and the lady's like, oh, you know, do you want your regular cut? And he's like, yeah, and, you know, of course, he ends with the mullet. And I was telling Jesse, I was like, you know, if you're that hairstylist, like, you gotta, like, not like your job at that point where you have to, like, give this guy a mullet when you know it's a terrible haircut. Yeesh. But, uh, that's what you, but then Josie, you know, being the smart person that she is, she's like, well, yeah, but then you could, you could pivot, though, because you're, you're cutting Joe Exotic's hair, so you could get some sort of celebrity from that. No, and there's still too many people wearing mullets, so all, oh, yeah. all hairstylists have to do mullets. Like, that's not a, even a, a question. They, they can't say no mullets because then they're gonna lose clients because... There's too many people still getting mullets. <laughs> There's too many people in the world that still have it. Um, I, I know we're at the end here, but I do this. What the hell's happening in Tiger King season two? What what I didn't I didn't realize it was even a thing. It's it's really not about Joe Exotic barely at all. I was yeah, it is bullshit. Uh, you know, there's there's some pieces of him in, in there and you know, and they do talk about like trying to get him out, like the whole thing about having wanting to have Trump like uh let him out of prison like all they, they like followed that for sure for like an episode but that was kind of it with him that was it okay because here's the thing so like before we started watching it we were like yeah we were just like you Brad we we're like what is it gonna be and I was saying well you know they'll probably like talk about like how they tried to get him out of jail and the what his case you know, looks like what case, you know whatever yeah they did that all in one episode and then they completely pivoted just to like the Don Lewis shit basically and, and now they're now they're in and let me tell you now i'm like dude don lewis was a gross motherfucker he could die. i'm okay if a tiger ate him yeah okay. i mean spoilers but no spoilers it, it makes you almost be like uh you know carol baskins she's terrible but maybe she <laughs> did kill him because there's like some pedo shit or something yeah. it's weird it's weird um and then we do meet like uh kind of some new cast of characters some are better than others most of them are shitty there's that one lady who i can't even understand like what she says oh yeah she she might be a true hero but i don't know what she's saying so who knows okay. tbd all right, all right yeah but she's pretty funny <laughs> Yeah, she basically just is like, oh, this person can fuck off, and this person yeah. can fuck off. Yeah, she's just telling everyone to fuck off. But she has the craziest accent. Yeah, because like, I feel like it's maybe Eastern European, but I can't even tell if oh, that's it. Oh, like some Tommy Wiseau mysteries? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but even more garbled and just like... She's making sounds that are supposed to be words, but I just don't know what they mean. Yikes. Alright. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of, like, kind of the other people that you saw pieces of in the, the first season of Tiger King, and now they're just focused on those. Okay. Alright. Alright. Yeah, I think that Don Lewis stuff, though, that episode, like, it, was it the second or third episode? I think it was the second episode. And yeah. I was just like, I did not know anything about Don Lewis other than that was Carol Baskin's uh, husband, <laughs> and he's not been heard or seen from in a very long time. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, his his whole background was real fucking shady, and his and his daughters like ended up hiring a lawyer at one point who did like they the lawyer did an ad during Dancing with the Stars when Carol Baskin was on it, which I thought was hilarious. But people were like, it was kind of tasteless, and I was like, why? She's on fucking Dancing with the Stars, and they just went ahead and bought ad time. Yeah, she's on, she's on Dancing with the Stars because she murdered someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> like I they, we're we're past tasteless. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, they did, and it was just like an ad for them saying like, hey, we're looking for our father, his name is Don Lewis, if anyone has ever, you know, seen or heard from him or whatever, like, please let us know. And and then did say, you know, last person to see him was Carol Baskins. Yeah. <laughs> It's like some three yeah, billboards so. out of ebbing Missouri bullshit movie. Um, yeah, plots. yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's one of those like, it's, it's interesting because I didn't know there was more story to yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> and yet. Wow. And yet. Wow. Yeah. All right. But yeah, we're not like actively binging it. It's kind of like, okay, well, we're just chilling. I guess we'll watch an episode. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, thanks for joining me, guys. This has been a fun one. A fun Happy Holidays episode. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Where can we find you guys? Well, I'm I'm famous now. I'm on a uh, you know the the Blu-ray. Uh, Josie and I are uh, on the Blu-ray of FP3 Escape from Baco. Um, I know everyone at, um, joined on the Indiegogo campaign after I was on the last episode and mentioned it. So thank you for your support of local filmmakers. I don't know how you're able to get the film after the Indiegogo thing, um, but if you're able to. Try to find FP3 Escape from Baco, and on the special features, you'll find Josie and I did a um, a Lego reenactment of one of the scenes from FP2, and it was like the most craziest scene to try to reenact through Legos. It was a training montage, so support local filmmakers. I think you can buy it on Vimeo, or you're going to be able to buy it on Vimeo. <gasps> oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, so so if you haven't already, what are you doing? Why? Anyways, you can repent by going to Vimeo and giving Jason Tross money. FP3. And the FP3 soundtrack, you could pre-order it now on Bandcamp, but you also will, it, they're releasing it officially on uh, November 29th, so I'm, I've got the three songs already. <laughs> Me as well. <laughs> that they had, <laughs> but I'm like, I'd like the other 37 now, please. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, very exciting. Defo. Uh, and then uh, for me, uh, you can find me on on all the other podcasts Brad is on. <laughs> we podcast and do a Highlander podcast called Not Quite, Quite Scottish Imports, where uh, Claire is actively avoiding recording. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And she she missed an episode that you would think was a nothing episode, but ends up being like one of the most important yeah, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so Claire, catch up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you can check us out on Not Quite Scottish Imports, and you can also check us out on Absolute True True Crime, Deadly's podcast, uh, where um, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about one that will be released in December. We'll be talking about one uh, this weekend that will be released in December. Yes. But what's being what's, single white female? Single white female, white female white should female. be out by okay, the time perfect. this is out. Yes. Perfect. And then you'll find out that next month we'll be watching Pottersville. <laughs> <laughs>
which I have not seen, so, but I will be seeing it this week. <laughs> Can't wait. So dumb. I mean, I'm hoping it's not as scary as Monkey Shot. <laughs> certainly not. Well, I don't know. Like, Thomas Lennon's doing some accent work that's... <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, Michael Shannon as a lovable everyman is a little scary. <laughs> but... Just the pictures I've seen, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I don't know. So... Yeah, I think I'm judged though, so I like that. Nice, <laughs> like, nice. especially when it's one that I've not seen before, I'm like, oh, good, I'm glad I'm judged. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, fun, fun, that's fun. where you can find me. All right, well, yes, guys, you can uh, you can uh, reach us on the website ramjackpodcast.com. You can send us an email, Twitter. Um, there's still that YouTube uh, that's there. Uh, there's things <laughs> like you know, whatever, whatever. Follow your dreams, like. Don't buy anything from Creepy Hollows for Black Friday. Please don't buy anything from Creepy Hollows. But if you want a spirit, um, send us some money and like tell us what kind of spirit you're looking for. And I, I bet I have one somewhere that I could find and send through the ether to you or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. I don't know. Um, yeah, feel free. <laughs> What's the shipping on that, Brad? Oh, the ship? Oh, no shipping because I send it through the ether. Free shipping. Oh. Oh, so so with uh, ether PS, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> There's no postage. Correct. That's true. Yeah. That's wow. A, that's a service I offer. That's a service I offer. You can feel free to tip For though free. if you'd like to throw a tip on there. You know, if you want to throw a tip, I'll take it down. It is the holidays. Okay. Support yeah. Your so ether PS. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely give a tip. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I guess this is gonna be like a whole. Oh, we didn't even talk about catfish uh, place. Oh, true. I I mean, th- that's true. That's true. But we don't need to talk. But, but anyways, I, all I was gonna say was I just don't know how to tip any because <laughs> now we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it after the end. Yeah, we'll do it after the end. We'll do it after the end. Okay, okay, okay. And friends, uh, just as the holidays are here and you're decorating your solstice tree, a lot of people want to put stars on top of their tree. Blech, garbage. A lot of people want to put angels on the top of their tree. Yeah, terrible. Awful. Awful. Guys, why don't you reach back into history? Why don't you go back to a time when all of the world was one supercontinent? When the oceans, the oceans were, were controlled by a powerful, a mystical, a, a, a loving, caring people. A people that we all know as the You know, they're like the best merfolk ever, right? <laughs> they're the only acceptable merfolk, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, but what about next to a vegan mermaid? A vegan mermaid? A vegan mermaid. <laughs> what? Hmm. And Alita Supremos. <laughs> what is a vegan mermaid? I told you about vegan mermaid from, uh... From Vegan Halloween. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and I think I told you about it, right, Brad? We, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chatted about it. <laughs> Guys, there was a vegan on, mermaid. Living on kelp. <laughs> yeah, living on kelp. <laughs> living that kelp life. Um, on the subject of kelp life, uh, Dan, let's talk about the catfish place for a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so so recently we, uh, we dined out. 
Yeah. I was so jealous. I, I, techni- I mean, I guess the other day we went to a- hot Asian buns. I, I'm counting that as eating out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's eating out too. But yeah, we we ate at a restaurant, uh, the Catfish Place, or did we eat at the Catfish Place? Um, listen, I looked the week before, and the website was still the Catfish Place. Uh, that's what I googled to get there, and I, it said there was new management, uh, but it was still the Catfish Place. Yet, the day before... Uh, Dan, you informed me that there was a change on the website, and the Catfish Place, though still having the same menu, is no longer the Catfish Place. No, it is now called the Naughty Lobster. <laughs> Which is a terrible name. Which Terrible. Just so you know, guys, not doing a joke. I'm not trying to do an accent. It is uh-uh. spelled N-A-U-T-I, new word, L-O-B-S-T-A-H. Oh, God. And, like, their sign is still the catfish place, but inside, like, on, like, the glass, they've got written, a naughty lobster. Yeah. And, like, the whole decor is still the catfish place, because, guys, catfish place, it's a great, great place. They have great catfish. Um, And it's, like, it's, it feels very much like any catfish place I ever went to in Tennessee. Like, it's that same aesthetic, like, it's like an old country store situation, sort of a, um... A Cracker Barrel, like, just country restaurant. They got shit hanging on the walls. Like, you order catfish there. It's great. Yeah, it's there's wooden panels. You know, everything's wooden panels. This is an old train depot, I believe, is what the uh, the the building is. And, yeah, it's all wood panels. And then, yeah, then in, inside is all, yeah, just a bunch of hoarded out shit. And they've got a train, a toy train that goes, like, around the restaurant and everything. Um... Yeah, same theming from Catfish Place to Naughty Lobster. It's so weird. The it's only, so weird. The only difference is I think they have a lobster roll now on the menu, but everything else is like the same. And the lobster roll is like $24. Whoa! Yeah. Which, Whoa. by the way, is the same price as all you can eat catfish. Yeah. <laughs> so I can have a lobster roll or I can have all you can eat whole catfish. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, everything like tasted the same. It was good. Uh, Josie yeah. even came along and and ate. She had a, uh, a she had the lobster roll. Yeah, she had the <laughs> lobster roll. Yeah, no, uh, some like uh, sirloin thing and chopped sirloin, which I thought was it's basically just a fancy hamburger uh, without the buns, but totally cool. She said it was good. So hey, catfish place. It was amazing, right? Oh, so good. So good. But, like, Naughty Lobster. Like, this... Guys, you can't make this into, like, a New England place. You're not gonna sell clam chowder and lobster rolls. It's like they're trying to, like, sneak in a new restaurant. <laughs> like, they it's like a backdoor pilot of the TV show. Exactly. <laughs> they're slowly gonna start phasing out the old menu and just adding more, like, New England shit. Yeesh. Like, guys, you're... you're Nothing about this place says New England lobster. Yeah, then, you know, you you wait a couple seasons and then it's the fucking Urkel show. (laughs) And who wants to see that? Nobody. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. It's bizarre. But hey, as long as they keep making the, you know, doing the all-you-can-eat catfish, that's all that matters. I just just don't know what their, their game is, what their plan is. Strange. It's strange. But the whole tipping thing was... Oh, yeah. So, you know, like nowadays, like, you know, I, I still do takeout and everything. And so when I do takeout, 
I do twenty percent tipping. Sure. Now I used to do maybe closer to fifteen percent, um, or maybe even ten percent in some. Like with the fast food takeout thing. Yeah, just something yeah. like, you know, a quick service type thing. You know, because my thought always was, well, I'm just going in and out, right? Like, yeah. I'm not um, I'm not staying there. You don't have to refill my drink, blah, blah, blah. So that's why, you know, I, I didn't tip the 20%. Now, the only place that would take out that I do the 20% at before pandemic times was Olive Garden. I always tip more at Olive Garden because I think those servers have to do so much shit. It's insane. Like, all the stuff they mm-hmm. have to do. And the takeout people, they have to get everything together. Like, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff when you get anything from Olive Garden. Because you sure. have anything you buy, you get salad and breadsticks as well. They, they do the mints, you know, for their little, little dessert, you know, or whatever. Like, it's just a lot of stuff. And, they're, and they're, they're getting, like, they're already getting, like, you know, their wages is already, you know, like... It's already restaurant wages where they're getting, you know, below tip, you know, um, salary. Yeah. Like, they don't get paid full minimum wage, most yeah. likely. Y- yeah, exactly. I mean, they may get a little bit more than, like, an, a, a waiter. But anyways, just, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. So, um, but yeah, when, when, when we went to tip for the catfish place, I was like, well, wait, what do I tip? Because usually I would just tip, you know, 20%. But now I tip 20% for just takeout. <laughs> so I'm like... And oh. because, like, you know, Brad got the, the all-you-can-eat catfish, so it was yeah, a little yeah. bit more expensive. But Josie and I, all together, our bill was maybe, like, $24. Yeah. And, and But my plate was, I felt like I had an all-you-can-eat catfish because it was so much food yeah. just on the one plate. And so I'm like, no, I can't I can't just tip, like, you know, like, five bucks or six bucks. Like, this is... This is more than that. Like, <laughs> I have to do more. So I think I t- ended up tipping like 30%, maybe even more. Because I know we were there for a while, just hanging out and yeah. enjoying ourselves. But yeah, I just don't know what you tip anymore. I think, and I think that this is how tipping probably should have always. But I think you have a minimum of 20%. And then if you get good service, yeah. you do more than that. Or if you're there for a long time. Or, you're, you know, like someplace, for instance, if you go somewhere and you end up having drinks and appetizers for an hour before you even order because you know you're going to be oh, there for yeah. a while, then oh, you yeah. order your dinner and then you're still there for a long time. I feel like you tip more than the 20% because you're chilling, you're, you know, you're using oh, a table yeah, yeah, space yeah. where they yeah. can't turn over for a new table. So I, I think that... I feel like the 20% plus is the category now. That oh, there's yeah. not a set, hey, just do this. And also, like, this is just me personally. Restaurants that are going to put in more, uh, you know, COVID restrictions, safety precautions, mm-hmm. um, who I've seen over the pandemic have taken additional, you know, precautions. Those places, I'm not only am I going to go there more often, but I'm going to spend more money there. I'm just going to spend more money there. Um, Because I also know that because they've taken additional precautions, they probably have lost more money than other places. Mm -hmm. So I I think that, like, to your point, Dan, I don't think that there's a standard anymore. I think it is, you know, tip to kind of 
make sense of what your experience was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I always did like, even before, like I always did 20%, yeah, like if I was yeah. sitting down, you yeah, know, it's just yeah, like sure. the takeout thing, you know, even if I got like what would be considered shitty service or whatever, like I yeah, always yeah. did 20% well, yeah, cause, cause that's just, that's what sure. you do. Like, yeah. Is. Cause what should really happen is we shouldn't tip at all. And the well, restaurants just pay them. Yeah. yeah. Fucking pay Imagine people. That. Yeah. Charge me more, pay your employees. Like I, because it's going to all end up working out. This, I, it's all going to work yeah. out. Like uh, I shouldn't have to like, have to fucking like break out a fucking calculator in my head to like yeah. figure out how to pay your employees. Like yeah. just, just put it on the bell. Yeah. And I, I do love like because I uh, like when you said that in the restaurant, I looked at the receipt and it had like the the suggested tip things. And it and, but it has like the the 10 percent, 15, 20 and I think 22 percent. Yeah. And I was like. So, you, so if you don't want to do the math, obviously, yeah. but I was like, who, like, why, why do you have to list ten and fifteen percent? Like, yeah. don't even put that on there. Just like, don't put that on there. Restaurants. Well, I guess maybe they don't want to be presumptuous. I have no idea. Well, be presumptuous. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Don't give people an option. Well, and yeah. that's the thing. If it, if it's a, especially if it's like recommended or whatever, or just here are some suggested suggested tips. It's not like they're charging your card for that amount. So if you. If you're an asshole, oh, you're going to yeah. leave 10% or 5% or whatever the fuck you're going to leave. You can still leave that, but they shouldn't print that on there as a suggestion. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're going to only do 10%, you need to figure that shit out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the last time I was in a restaurant with my mother and it was like, oh my God, when like, when I, like, like three of us like stopped to check and see what, what she was tipping and they're like oh fuck we gotta like throw down some like because it was like insane it was insane it was I, I think i this may be completely wrong but it was like four or five people and she 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 was paying for it because like it was a whole thing and like she had gotten some money for a thing and it was it may have been after my grandmother's funeral or something. Like, for some reason, she was paying for dinner. And, like, everyone else was like, yeah, we'll, we'll put up. We got, the, we got the tip. Don't worry about it. We'll get the tip. She's like, no, no, no. I, I'll, I've got it. And it was like, oh. I swear it was $4. I swear she put $4 uh, yeah, yeah. as a fucking tip. One for each person. <laughs> yeah. that was Not including herself. Yeah. It was zero. Oh. It was like it was crazy. It was insane. And, like we all knew to like stop and check. No, you you got a tip. <laughs> like a few weeks ago, um, I was meeting a a coworker. We we had just showed a house, and we were gonna go to Starbucks so we could talk uh, talk out a few things. But um, right as we were about to go into the Starbucks, he's like, "Oh, you know what? I haven't eaten yet. Let's go over to Two uh, J's, which is a restaurant." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine." And so he he ate and everything, and I got a water there um as we were you know chatting and everything and i tipped two dollars on a water because it's like i i was there like she gave me service although i wasn't charged anything like you still you you dip you were there yeah oh my goodness people are crazy yeah people gotta tip get together people sammy's just falling apart here i don't know what are we doing 